Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome. You are listening to The Travel Winds, hosted by Pete Kotzbach. This is a weekly interview show about people who travel for work and all the ups and downs that go along with it. Each episode includes a variety of discussions with athletes, business people, musicians, influencers, entertainers, and even regular folks from around the world. Thanks for listening. Here we go. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Huck Johns. Yes, I said that correctly. Yes, you did. Perfectly. <laughs> the, the owner, proprietor of Huck Hats, based in Franklin, Tennessee, has a little, has a little bit of a background as a you know, lead singer, writer producer yeah yeah but makes hats that's what matters that is what that's what that's what the hot ticket is today you know uh it's all about the hat you know um everything else goes on the back burner uh you know not too far back but yeah yeah because you're 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 still traveling because i I saw you're out here in la i like to travel i've done a lot of traveling in my life um which, by the way, congratulations on your podcast. You know, appreciate I, it. Yeah, man, you uh, you're just climbing the ladder of greatness here with this, and <laughs> the uh, the people. Funny, you uh, you know, I don't have to be off subject. I saw that. See, you interviewed a couple people. I know Rudy Sarzo. Yeah, he's awesome. Great guy. Oh, yeah, geez. Rudy is wonderful. And you know, I, I just just knowing Rudy, I knew his buddy, uh, his brother uh, Bobby as well. Um, played with Bobby a few times, and. Uh, just, you know, I still have my back here. I still have my quiet riot wallet, my Velcro wallet. <laughs> Got my quiet riot. And I've been, I've been, going to go, yeah, oh yeah. I want to go get it, but I want to show Ruby that I got to send, but he's such a, he's such a nice guy. I saw that you yeah. Kevin Sorbo too, you know, uh, interesting about Kevin Sorbo is, I don't know, in the nineties, sometime, all of the uh, Hercules stuff, all of the production was done out of Birmingham, Michigan. And I got called in to do a vocal session for Hercules and I sang Sorbo's singing voice. So he, he lip syncs. That's awesome. Yeah. And one of the episodes, I don't know, somewhere nice. I thought it was a big deal. You know, you couldn't, you know, this back then you were still VHSing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I remember when it came on, I gathered everybody around and, and they, and they watched and, and then they, they just kind of sat there and they're like, so, so when are you on? You know, like, yeah, that was me. You this know, like, is it. They, just, they, just, they couldn't register what was going on, you know? Um, but this, the guy who did all the music also did, um, uh, what was the one with the hand? Remember the, uh, it was it the, 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 not the evil dead. Remember that movie? I don't know. Yeah. 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 He also, he, he, he produced and did the music for that as well, which was, I don't know. Anyhow, I just thought I'd add a little bit. more. No, for, you know, Kevin was one of the, uh, so back then I, I did um, audio only podcasts. And so they would either call me or, but I would get their phone number, but uh, Kevin had wanted to reschedule cause he was actually traveling. And so we did it all, all via email and he called me the day we were supposed to originally do it. And he goes, and so I see us, uh, his, his phone number come up 
and but it didn't say Kevin. It just said you know, it was a, it was a number I didn't recognize. For some reason, I finally pick up a number I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most surreal things because it. I'm like, it was Kevin's voice, and I'm like, that's Kevin Sorbo on my phone. <laughs> like, it was a little surreal. Like, yeah, like I just started. It was he was one of my very first like big guests. That's awesome. Yeah, he's. Yeah. he's- He's an incredible yep. actor. I mean, he had a good run. You know, he still has a good run. Eh? Yeah. And he, looks, he looks great. He hasn't aged. The guy's like, I know. He's, he's like perfectly preserved. He's like Kenny G, you know? <laughs> exactly. I just don't age. I don't know what the deal is. But, but you know, neither do I. I, I was going to say, you know, for a guy that's 67, you know, I look pretty. No, I'm just kidding. You look you look great for 68. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, man. You know, my That's a. I, I, they let me out of the home today so I could do this podcast and I can yeah. go back and eat my oatmeal and pet the cat. Okay. I'll, I'll kick him a five spot for it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, being on a podcast for my hats, this is really fun, you know, because, uh, yeah. I've, you know, I, I haven't done any podcasts yet. This, this would actually be my first podcast. Really? Uh, yeah. With involved with my hats, you know, um, music I've done a few, but, uh, okay. Not hat, not, not, not hat casts, you know, that's what I'm calling this one. Hat. Ah, see, see, it's going to be the Huck John's hat cast. You got a new show. I'm going for Huck everything. You know, I really am. I'm a, you know, Huck, I, yeah. I, I was Huck off, you know, with this, for, you, you, know, you, st- you still are. I still are. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Huck hats, you know, Huck, eventually be Huck cars, Huck gold, Huck stock, and then the Huck pillow, you know. <laughs> Anyhow, but, you know, it's, it's so many people have come to me now about the hats and they have all of these wonderful ideas, you know, and I'm just like, well, you know, I, I'm just making hats. You know? It's me. Yeah. Just how to take this into a, uh, into the stratosphere is, uh, yeah. is, is a whole nother. You know, that's a whole other thing. I get the same stuff. Like, like I, I get, the, I get the emails saying, "Hey, um, I, I'm not sure who a part of the team I'm talking to, but I really like." And I'm like, "There's no team. It's, it's literally, it's me." Like, you know, because they, they want me to, to promote their hotel, or they want me to promote this, or, or use their services for this. And I'm like, and they think they're talking to like multiple people. And I'm like, no, it's literally just me. <laughs> There's, I, I miss people all of the time. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I just you know, people are strange you know I, I i lived in hollywood for a while and i know that you're out on the west coast and uh you know you really you really, you just you know I, I i shake my head all of the time to see you know whatever you expect you know like yeah, you and i yeah. you and i've spoken and we have like-minded friends and you know they so it's easy to fit in your into your slot but in in hollywood a lot of people i don't know they they it's exactly like it is on tv it's it's it's, it's yeah. a fantasy world it's you know of of, of, of all kinds of different personalities and things and uh some real some not yeah. yeah of course i mean it's just yeah. it's great weather though you know it's it's like it's like one flew over the the, the, the i used to call it one flew over the santa monica when i lived there yeah, yeah. you know it's it, it, it it's it's an interesting place but nonetheless i hear it's 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 weird because i i put the you know i put the instagram thing together and i'm doing everything myself and i always say we you know give us we us we us you know and uh and people do the same thing they're like you know i want to speak to your branding agent i want to speak yeah. to your dad and i'm like you know, here i am or, or no let me put her on the line you know? <laughs> uh, hi you know things yeah. like that. um i missed uh i missed you know i missed requests or messages because i'm I, i'm still again long in the tooth so i i'm I, although i'm pretty savvy on the uh on on the internet you know the interweb uh, yeah yeah 
And, but I, 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 it's arduous. I, I'm sure it is for you as well. If you do everything yourself, I mean, it's just yeah. you're constantly, you know, you're, people have instant access now. They, they, they or they want it. it. Yeah. They just yeah. want to be able to get an answer now, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I unfortunately set up that, you know, chat with me now, you know, on my website. And, and I'm like, Oh, and uh, who was it? C Thomas. How, you don't know if you know him. He was um, a pony boy. Yeah. Pony boy. He's an actor. And, I don't know how I missed him, uh, but he sent me a message about the hats and I missed him. And then, and then I sent him a message and then it was kind of like, well, I sent you a message and you didn't get back to me. So now you're, you have to talk to my, my people, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then when I sent the message over to the people, they were like, who are you and what do you want? You know, they gave me the, you know, it's very uh, uh, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, no, 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 you're taking this all wrong. You know, like uh, he reached out to me. So I'm reaching back out to you, you know, but I, dude, I've had many, many of those. Well, Many. Yeah, almost like I almost lose a sale that way. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, because you know, I'm 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 not instantly ready for you or or you know, people that order hats, they want you know, they want the they want to get me on the line and talk about hat bands for like an hour and a half, two hours, yeah. and uh, I'm fine with that. I I love it. I I love all. That's why I'm in the hat business. Is really the the face to face of of what it delivers for me. You know, um, yeah, yeah. Other stuff is just uh, it's it's, it's extra. Very, yeah, extra. And this is really cool. That's why I, I guess what reason I'm talking about is because I appreciate this kind of technology um, yeah. and, and being able to meet people like yourself and, and converse with them and, and, and broaden the, you know, the spectrum, but, uh, but man, and back face to face is much better. You know, I, I, I agree. Just a, like a nice store, you know, with you in, in, in the back corner doing your podcast live with hats everywhere, you know, and people getting drunk and having a good time. I don't know. Do you know who got me started on the video? Who was that? Kevin Sorbo's uh, uh, co-actor, Tony Katang. Oh, jeez. Oh, There's another one. I never met her. I, I, you know, I always wanted to. I had friends that knew her. And of course, you know, I mean, like, I mean, when I was a kid, there was like, what, Heather Thomas? Tony Heather Locklear. Yeah. Heather Locklear. And that was, well, I don't know. Yeah. The Heathers were rough. Yeah. The Heathers, you know? Um, yeah. And then there was Tony Katang because she was the only, she was the brunette that was, you know, White snake video. I mean, come on. If you're if you're a living man, you should. <laughs> I, I, I was her last interview. Really? Yeah. Fifteen days before she passed. I, that's such a tragedy. I feel yeah. I feel so badly for her family and 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 all of her fans. And that that was a tough one to that was a tough one to bite off. She's a real sweetheart from what I from what I gather. She I was awesome. Podcast, but um, my condolences to her family and and everybody who supports her. Yeah. As well, you know, all of her fans. That's that's a that's that's a tough one. Uh, you know, we've lost so many over this last few years. It seems yeah. like it's- well, we're we're getting of that age, Huck. Yeah, I know. That's I just said I, ju- I just said that to my wife. I'm like, this person, this person. I'm like, what's going? On? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm of, I'm that age now. Where if if I were to pass, don't want it to happen. They'd go, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah. I'm not that it wouldn't be, oh God, he's so young. It's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're my buddy said that. He says, Well, we're now we're gonna see each other at weddings or funerals, you know. Weddings of your children. <laughs> Graduation party. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wow. Well, at least for me, unlike other people, I didn't start all over. Yeah. yeah. So how how old's your youngest? Seven. Wow. Yeah, you talk about uh, old dad. 
it's you know it's really it it's it's gonna it's, be an awesome experience though it, it for is, you it's planned it planned that way you know um because I, i've done a lot in my did you know i've done a lot in my life i, I think I, I i haven't done nearly everything that i want <laughs> um but i've been blessed with just experiences and um yeah. and i always had this attitude of my younger days that i would just you know, just go balls out, enjoy everything I could do everything that I wanted to do. And someday maybe I'll meet somebody that I want to settle down with and actually have a family. Um, I have a 20 year old son. He'll be 20 here in a few, 15 days. And uh, roughly he, he, um, he's great, you know, um, but I, I, that was one of those things that happen that you don't prepare for. And so, you know, coming back around to meeting my wife in in Los Angeles and and us getting married and having a child, you know, it was all, it was, it was nice to have that opportunity and, and, and to have that, uh, that dream that I've always had to have, to have a family unit um, and family structure myself, you know, um, it, it, it was, it's nice. And, and that's part of the reason we moved to Franklin is because, you know, I wanted him to kind of have the life that I had when I was a kid, being able to ride his bike and things up and down the street and have, you know, friends just across the street and, you know, yeah. sleepovers and things. And not that, that that couldn't be provided in Los Angeles, but I was doing a lot of the bullying out and driving and, you know, yeah. play dates and, you know, stepping over homeless people. And I, I just, I don't know, I had enough. And then, and that's, that's why we, we came here. But, uh, but it's been really great because, you know, here he, we live adjacent to a farm and you know, the neighbors are, you know, yeah. it's, it's just a whole different thing that we're not used to. And um, we went back for uh, some things, some business and some, and a wedding and some things not too long ago, like you were mentioning traveling. And we went to Newport beach where I think that's where you're around Manhattan. Now I'm, no, I'm Redondo. I'm, I'm just out the LAX. Yeah. Okay. So, um, well, I knew you were you know, yeah, yeah. down that road, but uh we're going out there and you're like, you know, I'm looking around. I'm like, geez, maybe we should have moved here. You know, <laughs> we miss it so much. And so nice down in the, in the, in the OC, you know, and, and yeah. we considered the OC, uh, but it, you know, it, it, moving, moving stuff, you know, uh, it, it's, it's been, it's been a little bit of a task just because you we're so, we're so LAified, you know, we're not, I wouldn't say we're really LA people or, or Cal, we're Californians, you know, we've been there. We, we, we moved them just to give you a little history. I moved from Detroit to there in 2000. Uh, my wife as well. Uh, she moved from Boston. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To, to Los Angeles. And so we combined, you know, we have 20 plus years there as, yeah. 
as Californians. So, uh, you know, leaving it, it's, it's tough. It's tough to leave that state. Uh, believe it. It is. People don't, they think everyone's flooding from California. Well, they're not flooding because they hate the state or, or hate the geography or the people really. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's strange. It's, it's a lot of things going on in the world now. And I guess we're all making our moves, but, uh, I'm rambling. So what you got? I, 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 I love it. <laughs> yeah, because many of the people I, I talk to are in the same boat here. Yeah. And, and people are looking at Tennessee, Florida, Texas. I mean, they're, they're Nevada. Not so much Nevada right now, but they never look in the summer. <laughs> it gets too, they go and they go, oh, my God, I'm never moving here. Yeah, we get the four seasons here and it's a. Uh, it's nice. We were just talking about this morning. It's getting a little bit. You can smell fall in the air coming. Yeah. Down. We got dry. We had a hard winter last year. I'd say, you know, not 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 a Detroit winter that I'm used to or a Boston winter. It's a, but a here we, got, you know, we got cold. And uh, but, you know, again, this, going back to my son, we got a hill in the backyard here. He's sledding, building snowmen and, <laughs> you know, enjoying all of these things that he's just he we'd have to drive him to Big Bear for all that stuff, or, you know, and things. And we and we did, and we, you know, and, and we miss that, you know, but uh, having it all inclusive kind of is is really nice. And and, uh, and 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 I guess I'm rounding about because I if you can tell, I, I have a tough time with it. I want to stay forever young. You know, I'm sure. a rock and roller. I want to I, you know, there's a lot of things that I, you know, I'm like, I, I, I made some responsibility decisions, <laughs> you know, in order to be in this position. And uh, when you get back around to being my age and having a young son and going through it kind of and you know i see all my friends and things that are my age and they're like yeah joey's 22 now you know and i have a 20 year old son but you know they're all they're they're all now they're uh, all doing their they're like this you know and i'm like yeah yeah well i'm still wiping butts you know so i told you my my my, my oldest has her 10-year high school reunion this month wow i'm like oh, you? Excuse, no, excuse, excuse me yeah Jeez, well, you started young then, huh? <clears throat> 26. Yeah, yeah, you started. Uh, yeah. Good for you, you know. <laughs> well, can, you can't undo them, you know, so. No, I'm just trying to keep <laughs> off the walker at graduation. <laughs> Come in there, all right, boys. <laughs> you know, well, well, you know what would be interesting? Teeth in a glass or your, your oldest will go to, like, your youngest's graduation, and they'll think, He's the father, maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably. You and, you know I mean? you and Grandpa and Dad. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm getting you ready for it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think of those things, and I and it's you know. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't put the picture together just yet, you know. But uh, the Lord blesses me every second. I got to tell Heck you. Yeah, buddy. And I, I, that's the way I look at it. Uh, I used to. And worry about the future. I, I I don't worry. Worrying is just praying for the wrong stuff. I just uh, yeah. I take one day at a time. Thank the Lord for every breath I get, and and try to do something good by people every day, without insulting them. And making good hats at the same time. Yeah, getting back to the hats. I I thank you, thank you. I enjoy making the hats. I really do. It's a, it's a, it's a really it's a really strange thing that how how it all occurred and how I end up spending making last year. I just, I, I, it's been a year now, almost of uh, me making. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, yeah. You know, so I come from the hat background for yeah. any listener that's here for, for Huck, my, you know, so I, it's amazing to me how individualized cowboy hats are becoming. And I would say more so in the, in the women's because men, men in my industry, in the Western industry, it's still a pretty non rock and roll 
it's still a pretty conservative fit. Like they'll take a hat. You know, you'll have bull riders that want a wider, a wider front. You have the roughies that want the wider front. But I mean, for the most, some someone want the taco look. But yeah, there's only like there's there's maybe ten cowboy shapes or western yeah. shapes, and they pretty much stick to them. You know, and and once they and for the most part, like I've seen guys over the last decade, and they get different hats, but with the exact same fit. Whereas women, this last this last NFR, the, the National Finals Rodeo in Vegas, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of women uh, changing the the, the uh, top angles. So, you, you know, up here on the crown, you'd have like an inch and a half and then uh, three inches. Yeah, on the, on, from the side to the side. Yeah, yeah. To the back. I do a lot of those big, I call them the paychecks, you know, with the big fronts. Yeah. Slope down into the back. You know, I got, I got one of those here, I think I just did, um, which is kind of an odd shape, you know, but it's, it's got a, it's got a big oh, yeah. and a, yeah. and down size, you know, but these, these crazy shapes. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are kind of what's, you know, what's, what's happening. People want, yeah. people want to be different. Right. I mean, you know, people want, they want their own identity is what I've discovered, you know? Um, yeah. And they, they want to be part of it. They want to be part of a, of a club or a team or, or, or a tribe, so to speak. And, and the internet and society's kind of put us in that and fashion and everything. And that's all, it's always been that way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Try to emulate those things. But when it comes to the hats, there's, you know, uh, yeah, there's, there's, I'm surprised at, at, at the exploration of different shapes and, and, and different styles and how it's come about to be that way. Um, I think that, uh, people are noticing more. I know I think people yeah. I think you either know, you either know that the hat game, you know, I call it, or, or you don't, you know, yeah. like the people that look at the pricing and go, what are you out of your mind? You know, and the people that go, wow, you're really inexpensive. You know, it's, yeah. you know oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. 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 It's not, it's not, uh, anything in the middle. And, um, you know, I try to, I try to let people know, uh, you know, history of the hats and, and things that, you know, that, you know, people don't realize that our hats were just basically in, created to you know water your horse <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah literally i mean you know and, and fan the fan yourself maybe keep some sun out of your faces you yeah. know, other than that i mean you know there's not really a, was more of a use for that and and people don't a lot of people don't understand the beaver felt you know um as yeah. opposed to like wool and things of that nature the x fact all the x the different x factors the x factor the three x six x 50 x 100 x i still don't understand all of it yeah. just you know, I, I, I go off a feel of quality of material, you know, um, when I'm creating hats, I, and that's why I use a lot of vintage hats because, you know, as you know, they use they, they, better fur. Yeah. Get better fur, more, more quantity of it. So, I mean, a four X from the seventies is a lot different than a four X by a lot. Do you know why though? Back then they weren't making as many hats. Right. So, so they would allow the beavers to mature better. And so they'd be thicker, thicker, thicker quills and all that uh, hair. Let's see. But now they're in a hurry to make more hats. So they're not letting the beavers mature as much. So not as much hair, huh? not as much. And the, the hair's not as thick. I see. Yeah. Cause this grows out just like everyone else's right. hair. Thicker as it grows. I understand. Huh. That's interesting. So and that's why they're cornucopia of information, my man. I mean, you know, I, a cornucopia, man, I'm gonna write that one down. I'm gonna figure out what that means later. Depends on what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, but that that's it. 
in cowboy boots, it's the same way. They actually passed a law for caiman for baby alligators. Yeah. Um, we had to wait a certain length of time before you could call it because they were just in such a hurry. They weren't getting to the, mat- the mature level where they could reproduce. I see. Wow. So, so there was about a se- six or eight month gap in cowboy boots where the price of Cayman boots went crazy because you couldn't get them because they had to wait for the, the, the Cayman to, to mature supply and demand. Sure is. Uh, by the way, those, uh, I was checking out those, those, uh, uh what are they? Uh, alligator skin, those black ropers, man. 11 and a half. I'm going to be ordering me some of them. <laughs> you got that, it. I'm going to make those my first ropers, man, because I don't have a pair of ropers yet. And that's what, you know, getting back to how you and I met, well, getting back to, I'm going to get back yeah. to a lot of things that we haven't even talked about yet. I know, I know. If talking was a pair of shoes, Pete, I'd be an outlet mall of shoe stores. Okay. Um, I'm with you, brother. I got a lot of stories and a lot of things to talk about. Um, there's no doubt about it. So I'm with you. Do, like, <laughs> podcasts, you know, nine podcasts on, on stuff. Um, but how we met was um, was Amy Amy Kine Amy Keen. yeah yeah and Amy and Keen. and Amy Keen is um, probably one of the most wonderful people I've met since I've been here in Franklin yeah outstanding and uh, and she you know I, <laughs> she goes you know I I, I you know she told me I would rope her boots you know and I went I, I, I'm from L A you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. Detroit you know I mean I, I know boots but a roper I've heard a roper but tell me about them. She's like well, everyone wears the best boots in the whole world i'm like okay then i did my research i'm like they are the best boots in the whole world uh, yeah, yeah you know and uh and and then it, she 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 told me about you and um and here we are you know so I, magic mag, magic happened amy's awesome yeah she really is she's a she's yeah. a good getter and she's been helping me a lot with the hats she she fell in love with the hats we did the homestead festival um for uh rory feek uh, yeah got a farm out there or a great guy uh, yeah another good guy really we awesome. sponsored we sponsored him and and his uh deceased wife uh for a long time and then he would come to our booth every because so i work at nfr and then a lot of our uh, low cash joe nichols a lot of the country uh, cowboy troy they would come and sign autographs and so yeah. I, I i managed the one booth at manly bay so i'd have to set up the autograph signing booth and get it you know so, do you need water do you need this Super nice people for the yeah. most part. I think I'm trying to think because I, I, I've only been in the Western industry for about 12 years, which is a long time, but I've worked in other industries, not so nice of people. And uh, I bet. so I, I love the, the industry that like where you live, like you said, Franklin, all that, all, the whole Nashville kind of suburb area. A lot yeah. of good people, a lot of good people there. Thank you. Yes, there is. They're in there and they, and they, they're not afraid to extend a hand, you know, um, yeah. I, I, I was raised as, you know, if you wanted to, if you wanted to help in hand, pull up your sleeve, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, out here, there's a lot of, it's, people just come and, and offer and you're like, oh, you know, no, no, thank you. But I can't believe you're, you know, what you're offering. When, when I met Amy, she was just, she reached out to me and we met and we read brief, you know, a, a brief, uh, you know, hello and, and, and conversation at, at Homestead. And then, um, not shortly after she reached out to me and she's like, Hey, I, I love your hats. And I, I always yeah. have, and I, I love what you're doing. And I, you know, and then I said, why don't you help? You know, you're, you're amazing and you have great ideas. And, and, uh, you know, I don't know what to do. I just keep getting orders and I keep getting people. Uh, yeah. And I want to, I want to, 
I want to see it. I want to see it through. I want it to, you know, like everything in my life that the Lord's blessed me with. I want, I want to give it my hundred percent. So, uh, and I enjoy it very much. So she's, she's been assisting me a lot. She's been, you know, yeah. and, and that's why I'm, I'm here on, you know, I'm, I'm lucky on, enough to have you on my show. Why, why I can still get you. Yeah. Well, I, thanks. You know, I mean, I, I, I hope, that the hats uh, yeah. become a uh, become a Walmart, you know, top sales, you know, or some somewhere down the road, you know. Or, or, I don't know. I I don't know what 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 it, what it's going to end up being, but it's going to be something good. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I really do. My, my here's my question. You got a couple hat questions. Yeah, ask. Go ahead. Do you here for right? The hat, the hat. Do you do you take like if if I have a Stetson, would you take that? And, and flatten it out and reshape it to what I want? Or do you have work for your own raw materials? Both. Okay. Both. I have a, here, this like this, this is, I, I brought, you know, I have, I have all my stuff here. So. You were ready. Oh, yeah. See, like this right here would be, this would yeah. be a cape line. And this is, this is what a, this is what a hat starts out as. Um, even, even at, you know, Stetson and Resistol, as you know, I mean, when they're creating these, they, they have these big, stainless steel cones and they create this with water and, and, the, and the felt and the blend. And then once they get that, they peel this off and throw it over there. And, and then it goes into the shaping process. So I yeah. get these and I shape them myself. I shape them into like, like, you got a whole bunch behind you. <laughs> I got a lot behind, but this one here is like, this is a hundred percent beaver that I shaped from, from a felt Cape, this hat. And, um, Pretty. and I, and I make these, you know, by hand, I don't, you know, a lot of, a lot of hand hat makers use blocks. Um, I don't do that. I, I, I'll block my hats out with, with a couple of different methods. <laughs> my son's soccer balls is one. <laughs> I mean, I'll literally blow them out and then I will shape them and dry them all in the same process. So that way I can hand shape all of these without having them molded, so to speak yeah, yeah. On, on, a, on a block. And um, I, I think I'll get into blocking someday, but, um, but, but, you know, when it comes to the, to the old hats, like this one's uh this one's an old, I think it was a resist all. Yeah. And, and, and this, this was like, you know, a, a, probably an eighties, uh, seven X and yeah. it, it looked like, you know, it looked like an eighties cowboy hat, you know, and, huh. and, and, and I, I turned it into this or, or turn it into this, you know, um, I, I love reconditioning the old hats because again, I, I love the, uh, the quality of the material from, from yeah. the vintage stuff. And, you know, I'll get them from the forties. I have one here. Oh, well, it's up there on my guitar. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. But uh, this one's from the 1940s, and I took it, and it was it looked like it was run over and drugged by the car. And, uh, and, 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 I, and I, you know, I make it into... I'll put a new band in it and uh, and shape it into something that's really, you know, really there bad. You know, and uh, so there you go. You know, I mean, I, the, there you got that Tim McGraw look now going. See, oh, he has my look going. That's what oh. I said. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I stand corrected. That's right. You know, I used to. Well, you know, I still got it. You know, I just uh, I just got to find it every once in a while. That's all. It just you hides know. a little better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I I like taking the old hats. I get a lot of those, and then I get a lot of new cape lines. If you ever find that this the the old boxes, keep them. They're worth more than the hat sometimes. Well, just I just so you know. I don't. I, I when I get well, I mean, it depends on the old box. If it's an old box, I guess from pre eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm talking. 40s 50s 30s yeah, yeah yeah anything antique i mean you know no, like, those no but steps and boxes are worth typically more than the hats yeah because yeah. they, they would disintegrate faster than than that than the hats yeah i got i've thrown out a lot of steps and boxes i have to say not old ones just ones the new from, ones yeah you know, the, the big ones and they and, and they, they get cumbersome in my in my storage space because you know people send if i order a hat say from ebay they'll send the hat yeah from, and, and, the square and, ones don't worry about it. it's the round hats the old you know but they, they used to put the stetson fedoras in them and a lot of times the smaller fedoras the frank, frank sinatra style right right they're worth money no i'll keep a lookout yeah, yeah. Good tip. Uh, i do i don't throw much away you know i'm kind of worried <laughs> you know, if it's worth if it's nostalgic and worth something i'm keeping it that's know? why your move was so tough it was <laughs> it was a lot it was they couldn't get the truck in the front of the house here so you know, let's not get into the moving. I'll start bagging on moving companies now because no, 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 let's not do that. No, no, we like we like to travel, and we're all for the yeah, yeah. using the people who assist people who travel and move, a hundred percent. So part of your background, which and I think it's the the Detroit uh, connection was was Kid Rock with Rob. Yeah. Was that was that is that how you met him? Did you, you know, meet him? Do you know what I, I my affiliation with him is so uh it's it's really unattached. I'll be honest. It's 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 like I I run in the same circles, um, played many shows with him, um, mostly got really close with his bandmates. Um okay. the, you know, worked with them a lot. I worked with Kenny Olson a lot, who was the guitarist for him on all of from Devil Without a Cause to picture all you know uh, only god knows why all that stuff like him and i were really close in detroit they would go on tour uh bob and them they would, they would come back and then you know the band wanted to do shows locally in detroit and do you know other stuff right, yeah other stuff so i was always involved in that other stuff we sh we share all the same mutual friends and um i just you know when it comes to the, my celebrity affiliations i I stay out of it, man. I I, I wasn't know. talking to celebrity. I'm talking. I was talking pure Detroit affiliation. Forget Detroit, the celebrity yeah. part, but well, Detroit. He's a Detroit celebrity. You know, there's a lot of celebrities in Detroit. Yeah, they come from Detroit, and that's one thing about Detroiters. They don't they don't leave much. They they'll stay there and own it out, and you know, and make it work right there in Detroit or yeah. 
And there's just a, a tremendous, uh, I mean, buckets of talent, of artistic talent come from that city. That's that's one of the greatest cities and in, in one of the most, you know, for an underdog city, uh, it's just the best city in, in America. People just, they, they have no clue. If you get a chance to go to Detroit and travel there, there's things that that uh, you'll see there architecturally, artistically, yeah. musically, uh, just, it, it's, it'll, you'll, you'll fall in love with it. Michigan's a beautiful and wonderful well, city. No, you won't. Yeah, you will. You will. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll fall in love with Detroit. You will. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, you, you know my wife's from Fraser, right? Yeah. I told yeah. you that. And then yeah. my family's from Ohio. Yeah, well, you so know. there's a there's a big kind of yeah well detroit though come on sports and, and entertainment you know i mean every show goes through detroit that's a, that's how yeah. i that's how i really ended up in los absolutely Angeles, is everybody comes through detroit uh and i was i was fortunate to be able to meet a lot of those people that were traveling through and um well that's because i think there's so i mean you know motown obviously hits phil and then just the, the amount of people that moved there that had talent and then the general motors brought in a lot of people and a lot of those people had talent that were undiscovered and they'd go to hitsville and get discovered mm-hmm. you know I, I one of the guests i had on the show was jesse peck who sings for the spinners yeah yep. and a detroit-based group there's only one left of the originals but jesse's first concert that he ever went to was the spinners <laughs> and now he's the bass singer for them you know and he's our age that's how things happen, though. Yeah. Uh, you have to, you know, anybody that wants to do anything in this world, what I've learned is that you have to project it. You have to you have to see yourself somewhere and be connected to it somehow. I mean, yeah. you, you have to, it, it, everybody that I've ever had any kind of connection with, I've had, a, I've, I've, I know I've had a connection somewhere in the past that I just wasn't aware of yeah. or, or, or didn't understand how I, I had set myself on that path at that time and didn't realize it. Um, you're doing that with hats now, right? I mean, just like meeting me through Amy, like, what are the odds? Exactly. I would not have met you. Uh, I I wouldn't have understood any of any of the things that you do that are tremendous. If I wouldn't have made hats, I wouldn't have met Amy. If I would have made, you know, and now I'm doing hats for a lot of people, Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people in LA, a lot of people here, um, you know, uh, it's nice. I, I'm I'm flattered by by the reaction. Yeah, where's my hats and my creations? It's it's uh, it's really uh, it, it tickles me very much. That's why I want to want to do it more. You know, I want to see more people smile. I want to see more people find uh, find their hat. You know, and be a part of that. And, uh, so uh, it's it's I'm very I'm very blessed that way. Yeah, you're on a you're on a, a good journey. I am. For you know, one, I'm on my way. And you're still staying in, in the music kind of, right? I mean, you still have. Yes. I have, uh, I've always got irons in the fire. So, yeah. Uh, I, you know, music, when I met my wife out in Los Angeles, I was, I was in a band called black robot, which was, um, it wasn't really, I mean, I wouldn't really even call it a band actually. Um, I, I, it, because I, I don't really, I never felt the the complete camaraderie of having a band because I made the I made the record with a bunch of other people. Yeah. And and then had to put a traveling or, or put a or functioning band together because you know my again my my affiliation with a lot of people in the industry they're they're all working musicians um who most of them like you know like Rudy Sarzo they 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 got gigs. I was just going to say that's how Rudy got to with Ozzy. Yeah. He and, was with Quiet, right? Randy 
he so he didn't record uh, Blizzard or any of the uh, or Diary of the Madman, but they brought him out on tour because yeah. the guys they didn't want to tour. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, that's all. Well, his brother Bobby was the the guy who replaced Randy Rhodes immediately because they yeah. needed somebody. That, they needed somebody to jump in and be able to play yeah. to his potential. And so Rudy's brother was the guy. He was in a band after that or during maybe I don't know if it was during or after the Hurricane. I don't know if you remember Hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was Bobby Sarzo's band, and he's he's a monster on guitar. Um, That'd be tough filling in for Randy though, right? Oh, and and that way, jeez. Ah, uh, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, that, that, that whole thing. I mean, I just watched that new documentary. Did you see it? That new documentary on Randy. It's, and Bra- he was awesome though. I mean, him and his, he, I mean, he, he, he was, was a mom, kid. He was mama's boy. And he, 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 he taught lessons at the, his, his parents yeah. owned the music store in the Valley. And he was like, you know, but I mean, he was a kid when I think he was 25 or 26 when he passed. So good. And, and I'm like, oh my God, that's, yeah, I was a, goofball when i was 25 you know and then i had kids and then i had to get serious but don't buzz the tower you know what i mean if you're flying yeah. with that, what are you oh doing? my god <laughs> Jeez, don't buzz the tower don't don't hit the bus that you're uh, you know, just don't buzz anybody you know what i mean don't get yeah. buzzed and don't buzz when you're flying a plane you know it's like you know I don't crazy know. I don't get in those small planes anymore just because i think of that stuff and go, mm, I don't know. but i'm getting older too when you get older you start you know watching yeah, yeah. So to speak uh but uh but music wise yeah man i'm always writing i'm always contributing i just say i got a couple of uh songs coming out in a movie that i that oh, nice. i got a roll in actually Uh-oh. are you wearing a hat i am i'm wearing in the movie I'm wearing this hat yeah. the, the open road yeah. yeah my hat you know this is the one i live in and i um yeah, I got one line. I'm saying, you know, I'm sitting there next to all of these actors that I, I recognize, and and I'm like, so what's your line? You know, and they're like, I have a line. You know, I'm like so you're just sitting there. You know, it's really, and uh, you know, I got the line. Uh, yeah, just one quick line. You know, it's good to know people, uh, but I'm excited. It's gonna be, um, it's gonna be launched here by the end of the summer. They're gonna have a big big release at the at the chinese theater and you know it's going to get in all these festivals hopefully one here they're talking about having one here in nice. Nashville. Be great um but i'm excited about that it's 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 got a lot of my music in it and uh, a lot of prominent music but um i was i was i'm, I'm again I'm, I'm rambling but I, I wanted to go back to where when i met my wife i i kind of made a decision then i was you know i was, I was just coming into my 40s and and here I am, I'm, I'm on these stages in Hollywood and doing these things. And, 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 and it's, I'm looking at the crowd and I just, I, I, frankly, I, it's not, I just, I, I felt a little, I don't know. I felt like I was, I, I just didn't, I, I felt a little like I needed to go to the next level of, of yeah. security in my life. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, I, I wanted to entertain people, but jumping around on a stage and doing rock and roll songs, you know, sex, drugs and rock and roll kind of thing. I, I just thought, ah, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if I, if I want this. And, and, um, and when I met Carrie, I was like, you know, no, I want, I want that, you know, <laughs> I want yeah. the things I have now. And I started heading in that direction. So it, it kept me involved in a lot of different things artistically and, and sent me off into different directions that, that, cause I was so music focused. Um, but, you know, prior to 20, 2011, I'd say um, I was, I was pretty heavy in, 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 in hustling, and being involved in the music industry and working with tons of different people out in Hollywood and tons of different, um, you know, successful artists. And, um, 
and that was the thing when they, you know, I would write songs with them and I, I amassed a lot of music with a lot of great writers and people. They would, they would go off and, you know, do their tours. And then I'd be, yeah. you know, and they'd be like, listen, man, I'm going to talk to the Asian. We're going to get this thing going, you know, because I was collaborating with them, but they already had their structure of things. And, and if you're a manager and you're, or you're an agent or you're, you're a company or record company, and you have artists that are in place, you know, it's the same thing. They come in, they go, well, no, I'm with this guy. We did this. Look at, listen to this. And they're like, yeah, you got your thing. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a listen, you know? And yeah. it, it just kind of, you know, you get shuffled around and, um, and, you know, so most of my buddies, you know, are, are successful rock stars and, and successful yeah. people in the industry still are doing things from here or there, you know, no matter what facet they're touring and they're out there doing, doing the work. And, um, and here I, I thought, well, everyone's thought I moved to Nashville to be in the music industry. And I, I really moved here for the school system. <laughs> <laughs> You know, people go, so Hawk, you know, you know everybody out here, really, you're going to, boy, you're going to be cooking in Nashville. I'm like, you know, uh, you know. I'm, I'm going to be going to, what, second, third grade? Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. uh, coaching baseball this year. Yeah, yeah. Coach, you know, so uh, it's, it, hats have reconnected me a lot of ways with, with the industry um, because it's easy for the people I know to call me or, or to, then, you know, to stumble or finally look at the message I sent them and go, holy crap. You yeah, know? yeah. And, uh, you know, let's write a song together, you know, or I got a song about hats. I mean, I've had them send me songs. Oh, my God. And uh, it's just it's awesome. You know, So I'm going to send you a message saying, let's write a let's write a song about podcasts. Yeah, it won't work. You can do it. I mean, I can get the no, 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 no. <laughs> Ten minutes. No. Um, but yeah, I, music is always a part of me and always a part of my life. And it's something that I here i just i haven't jumped into the i haven't jumped into the pool yet i i i i'm not reluctant i'm just cautious because i think in some ways it's a bigger pool i mean and and i don't know but it there i'm blown away so my daughter moves she lives outside of knoxville my youngest one Mm -hmm. and uh and we have friends in nashville my wife's going back there the end of next month end of september for uh, an opening in downtown her one of her best friends' husband is opening a theater downtown Nashville. But if you've never, if anyone of my listeners never been to Broadway, it's a, it's a cornucopia. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of musicians and singers. I mean, on three levels, you can have different, in the same building, the same restaurant. Yeah three different bands playing at the exact same time on three different levels. Yeah. And they're all pretty good. Oh, there's a, there's a, I mean, unreal talent, the guy pumping the gas. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Better than you. You know, our, our waiter who, who was, he, he uh, was the last night we were there. He's like, yeah, yeah. I'm a musician. So I look I'm like, like, like he's a real singer musician. And he's also my waiter, you know, at the steak shop. Well, that's, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that guy, you know, so, yeah. uh, but I never, you know, yeah, no, I, there's a, there's, it's everywhere here. And like, yeah. I mean, it's three, three, three levels, three bands. They're all out. They're all in open air and well, at 11 in the morning, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> On a Saturday, we yeah. walked up to get breakfast. And we're like, they're already playing. Yeah, and then you got the girls going by and the, with the, the, <laughs> the bachelor parties. bachelorette parties. Yeah, you know, you know in the rolling hot tubs. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it, it's it's a real. It's two blocks of music. Yeah, it's yeah. Two, two blocks of, of insanity. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I haven't jumped into that pool either. I, yeah. I just because I'm afraid that I'm going to drown. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> go down into Broadway, you know, I'm going to end up drowning or something. The, the best story we had was um. We were just off Broadway getting some breakfast and uh, down by the Gulch. And there's a group of Amish women, like six Amish women. And one of the two, one of the, the jacuzzi buses goes by and there's like a male stripper doing his thing on a pole. And this is 11, 1030 in the morning. And he's in a, in a, in a man bikini with all these girls screaming and the, and they go turn the corner and we're just, I'm watching the Amish women do this. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you explain that? Oh, so, dear, how was your trip to Nashville? Well, we they saw might have, they might have just been figuring out ways how to make doily thongs, you know. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> and then, you know, start selling them off of their back. <laughs> bread, you know, you see doily thongs, you know, or for, bread, for bread party, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that's that was that's Nashville to me. Yeah, I like the old Nat. You know, I like old Nashville. I like going into you know, just a place called the what's it called? There's it's like first base or something. It's like a baseball. It's like two trailers, and everyone's still everyone's still yeah. smoking there. They got ashtrays on, you know, and everyone's still smoking and everything. You walk yeah. into all smoky. It's like it's kind of it's like it's like time. It's time a throwback, you know, complete. Yeah, throwback. yeah, because you come into a place and you smell. You know, I'm not. I'm used to that being. You know, it's Vegas, <laughs> the Troubadour, the Rainbow. Yeah, it's places that we, you know, used to be smoky bars. You know, yeah, so yeah. Used to, you know, a ton of them. But the, yeah, you now everything's you know, clean. sanitized. Nashville. And then there's old, there's some old places over by the Opry. You know, um, yeah. Palace. You know, uh, all, just you know the, the old. The, I like the old Nashville. I really do. I, I like I like old everything. I have to say, I, I I'm very nostalgic, and okay. I like you know, I like the uh, I like the history of this town. Uh, you know, we live in Franklin, which is you know got a tremendous history, Civil War history. Just, yeah, you can go see battlefields. I mean, just. Yeah, you know, and, and and speaking of that, I that's another thing with the hats that I've done is um, oh nice yeah 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 you know when I first come here I I thought I was I'm fascinated by history and uh, and so I just went I, I go everywhere you know around here looking and and I brought my car um, I have a seventy one Volkswagen Beetle convertible that I built out in L A um, just from you know over time you know I yeah. work on it out in the road in the streets and stuff like that and. Uh, and, and part of it was just the you know, therapeutic, you know, and the other part is because I'm from Detroit, you know, and wrenching. You know, Car guy. Working on a VW, though. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you know. Should have been like a, you should have said like a, a Buick yeah. Riviera or something. Yeah, yeah, Grand National would have been better. But, you know, mm -hmm. I, I got mm -hmm. the bug because I grew up in one. My parents 
My dad still has it. My dad has the seventy eight oh, really? that my family bought in Vermont off the lot. I'll never forget. I was like my son's age. I was seven years, seven years old. Yeah. And and we and, and then they were on the lot. There was a yellow one and a white one and a red one. My dad bought the red one and we drove it back to Michigan on uh, for a family trip. And uh so nice. I grew up in the yeah, I grew up in the back and around that was our family car when I was a kid. So when I saw the one that I have, it was the same exact car, but it was a 71, which is the first year of the Super Beat, a little longer and and uh, uh you know older obviously but uh so i just fell in love with it and, and and built it up so i couldn't leave it in la i don't know i just didn't want to sell it so i had it shipped here and i drive it around and i was doing a lot of that in la taking pictures uh i, I got a nice camera i liked photography a lot yeah. so i was going around historical places and then through covid and riots and all of that stuff i was driving around shooting everything from the car so i i I amassed like 2,500 photos of, of different various things and um, awesome stuff. I, and I always wanted to have a gallery. And, and when I came here, I went to the Franklin Main Street Fair with the family as soon as I got here. And I was just blown away because I, you know, I grew up, uh, my parents owned an art supply store. Nice. And, and, and my mom was is an oil painter and uh, my father, um, he's a builder. I mean, he, so he, between the both of them uh, and, and very, very artistic and, 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 you know, loves, lo they love antiques. They just love cool shit. So they, they, they are constantly in, in, you know, introducing me into these things. And my mother did a lot of these festivals. So I grew up as a kid, just kicking around in my cutoff shorts at these festivals all the time. So when I came to Franklin, it was like, because again, like a time you're there, yeah. It, it's such a big festival that they have here, and it's real with real artists. You know, not yeah. not, not a crochet or you know things made out of pop bottles. I'm talking, you know, like fine art. You know, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and hundreds and hundreds of booths, and I was just amazed by it. And I thought, man, I need to put my pictures here. Yeah, I was at a gallery, and uh, and and lo and behold, la the first a year later. I'm in with the hats, you know? Yeah, you're and, one of them. Yeah, and I have a boo, I'm one of them, you know? And I, I was just so happy to be, you know, that the Lord brought me that. And and uh, and and uh, so, you know, being a part of the uh, of, of Franklin and this community and the history of it is, is wonderful. So I started looking around and anyways, I, I went over to a couple of the barns they're tearing down, a couple of places that were- Perfect. And they had stuff laying around that they were just throwing out and tearing up. And, you know, when I got here, it was just about the time, you know, they were starting to decide whether they were going to renovate these things or replace them or, or demolish them and, and develop. And uh, they saved a lot of them, but I pulled nails from there. There's still some really cool buildings there. Yeah, I got all of the old nails. I'm looking at these nails and I'm like, these are hand forged 200 year old yeah. nails. They, they, they would just break them off. And, and that's that was your nail, you know? And so, I, I got tons of them and then um, I became friends with the people over here at a couple of the historical buildings and they do a lot of um, excavating throughout the battlefield of Franklin. Franklin, if people aren't aware, um, had the, the biggest Civil War battle of the Civil War. It was the, it, I mean, when they say the biggest, it was the most casualties and the most, uh, it, it was pretty brutal. It was a short amount of time in hand-to-hand -hand combat and it, it, it was the ugliest of all, all of them. And uh, what the people at the time were subjected to here in Franklin was just devastating and, and, and unbelievable. And um, the two buildings that were prominent in, in this battle um, are still erect and, and still there. And the battlefield is 
slowly being uh, brought back, you know, into, into, and they're, they're appreciating the history more yeah. now. And, and whereas then they were trying to cover it up and hide from it because it was such a devastating thing that they didn't want to be associated. And now, you know, people are, you know, in today's world, you know, people, people, they're, they're buying it and growing, they're not developing it and building it, but then yeah. they, 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 they dig and, and they find all kinds of artifacts. So I get these artifacts, a lot of buckles and, and, and ornamental pieces that actually come from the soldiers themselves. And I incorporate them into the hat. So I was gonna say, so that, put them in the hat band. Yeah. So that way the hats have even more historical value than, you know, usually the older ones, you know, I'll find, you know, if they're from the forties or if they're, if they, if they're, if they have that feel, I, you know, and I, uh, I like to add the aging to them. Um, I'll, I'll add these things in there and, and try to, you know, make every hat have a story, um, be it from here or from Detroit or be it from Los Angeles. Yeah. Right? from there you know i've done um legacy hats you know people's uh, grandpa's hat like you're saying if i had an old hat you know what i yes you know send me your old hats uh contact me if you have a hat that's in the closet as long as it's made of beaver felt um you know some kind of some kind of fur a rabbit beaver camel you know not straw uh, yeah not straw and not wool um because you know once you You want hold and i can do straws i do straws all the time but but uh, you know, beaver felted hat is is something that'll last generations, and obviously, and uh, and, and a lot of people don't like the style or you know things like that. I'll 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 rock out a new style of of a vintage hat, and and you know, you, it'll become your hat. It'll become something yeah. every day. And and um, if you have pieces of things that you know that belong to grandpa that you would like incorporated in it, I do that too. And uh, and it, and and the reaction is wonderful. You know, people. Yeah. It, it, it gives a whole new meaning to, to the item. And, and I really feel, and I think that's sums it up with my, my love for the hats is that tangible things can, you know, they have history and history has soul, yeah. you know, and, and there's a lot to be learned. And, and I, I was a kid when I grew up and I would, if I walked into my sister's room and all of her stuffed animals were everywhere and I do this with my son all the time, I'm propping them up <laughs> and putting them so that, so they have a chance to see the room as well. And I know that may sound I gotcha. Great, but I, you know, um, I'm not materialistic. I'm, I'm, I, I believe that things have a purpose in some, in some things and, and intangible items can, can change people's perspective and change people's feelings about things. Absolutely. Become very nurturing. And um, believe it or not, hats are like that because I've, I've, I've made hats for people that normally wouldn't wear hats. I've made people made hats for people that, that, I've seen their confidence just skyrocket after putting yeah. on the hat. A hat that fits. Yeah, a hat that fits them and a hat that makes them happy. Yeah. You know, and uh, and that's the coolest thing, you know. And 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 that's what I guess that's what I'm trying to say is musically and 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 now in this industry and 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 artistically, I'm trying to tie it all together. And and oh, you're not trying. You're doing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I'm. I'm yeah. I, appreciate you saying that really i i'm that's that's the goal is to yeah. is, is to make it all make sense you know and at the end of the day look back and go well i gave it my best swing and uh so i have a question for you did a, i did a little research on you okay when you were here in la no a good one <laughs> did you ever go to where they actually filmed the intro the intro scene for the rifleman do you know where that's at I don't know where that's at no is it was it where is that it's (laughs) 
when you come back out, I'll take you. The rock is still there. And it's a stone's throw from Spawn Ranch. Really? Do you know what Spawn Ranch was? Yeah. But Charles, Charles Manson's ranch. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, they they did that on Charlie's ranch property. I think. Well, so Spawn owned that ranch, and then where they filmed the opening scene, where where Trigger comes up, and not Trigger, but uh, um, what was Lone Ranger's horse's name? Silver. Silver. Uh That's that's right off the the one eighteen freeway, right, right there. Wow, I know. I, I thought that when they did the opening scene, you know, with Chuck Connors, and it yeah, it makes me want to do my see, and I had for every occasion. Um, see, this is my Chuck Connors hat. This is my yeah, yeah. here, and uh, yeah, that's amazing. I want to see that. I would. I don't, I'm surprised I don't know that. I thought you were going to ask me if you've been to the Happy Days house. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I have. It's on Coango. You know, I, um, the Brady Bunch hats over in the valley too. Yeah, yeah, that one. That, you know. no, it's, it, so Chuck Connors, uh, where, where they filmed the Rifleman and Spawn Ranch, is also right where they fil- where the Poltergeist house is. Really? The, the original Poltergeist house. Yeah, I took my wife there. It was one of my wife's favorite movies. So you yeah, can, you can I, I didn't know that they had the house, the Poltergeist house. Like I knew it was. It's still there. It looks exactly the same. My wife's like, if it ever comes for sale, we're buying it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not living in the valley. It's also, it's a long driveway, right? It, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, it's it's. But they, but you know, they, but they moved the headstones. They didn't move the body. <laughs> I wouldn't want the pool. You know, that's when we kind of feel around here. I honestly, um, yeah, we have, yeah. We have grave sites just right at the end of the corner. I mean, they're 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 everywhere. They're they're. You know, they're right at the end of the corner. everywhere churches and cemeteries. Yeah. I mean, they're just stones and, and they're from the 1700s and they're just, yeah. you know, here they are. And, you know, it's, it's interesting how they've, they've preserved some of them, but you have to think like, maybe they didn't preserve them all. Don't dig too deep. With a strange bone. I'm like, Hey, where'd you get that? You know, yeah. there's a, you know, there's a lot of that vibe around here in Franklin that you can feel, you know, um, that's why there's have they have ghost tours and all of that. Yeah. Um, but getting back to the rifleman, the rifleman, you know, I the reason I was I, with you. My my dad made me watch. I didn't make me. He watched it, so I watched it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then I became a fan. See, you're such a good guy, though. And this is what I'm hoping for my son, you see. Because, you know, I thought, when you know, being, being my age, I thought, okay, <clears throat> what's the kid going to watch whenever, you know, yeah. whenever I got him in the house around here? What could I... What can I find that's going to, you know, and I watched the episode. I remember watching the, I don't know which episode it was with Mark and Lucas. And I think it was Lucas saying, he was like, he was going to go off somewhere and, uh, and, and, and he, he knew that he might die, knew that he might get shot. And he said his goodbyes to Mark and everything. And they, and they always kissed on the cheek and, and, uh, 
and I, and I watched it, I don't know, and, I, and this tear rolled down my eye. I'm watching this, you know, just rifleman episode, and, this, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow, this relationship with this father and son, you know? And yeah. I'm like, this is it! I'm like, how many episodes of this? They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. episodes. I'm like, we're streaming, you know? We so, can make that happen. <laughs> I watched every rifleman episode with him, and, and as he grew, you know, he'd be like, da, 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 you know, pow, 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 and, and, and doing the Chuck Connors, and he knew who Chuck Connors are, and then we rolled in the rawhide, but the, the rifleman's always been really dear to me, so making this yeah. hat was a big deal because I wanted, and this is a, this is a vintage hat that I took and reshaped and, and I just redid the entire hat. And I, I wanted to make it exactly like Lucas McCain's hat. And then I threw in these buckles here. Buckle, are, yeah. These two buckles are from the battle of Franklin. They were found on the battlefield. So it, it's, it's pretty close with the conscious and the, and the colors, everything's right. And the shape is definitely right on. So, you know, my son says, you can't sell that one, Dad. And I'm like, listen, everything's for sales. <laughs> yeah, because I can make another one. <laughs> yeah, I can make another one. I never make the same hat twice, so it'll be different. You know, uh, that's that's one thing about my hats. You know, my father, he's he's concerned because he's like, how are you going to mass make these hats? How are you going to be yeah. able to live up to these orders? And I'm like, Dad, you know. I don't know, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm figuring all of that. Yeah, we'll get there. And we'll get there, you know. But uh, I'm still small on the on the on the chain. But you know, I'm I'm. It's nice to have different. You know, as you were talking about Ozzy, my buddy. Um, I'm hanging out. Another story. I'm hanging out at the farmers market here. I don't know, two Saturdays ago, and uh, and I'm there with all my redneck buddies here in town. You know, they're I call them my redneck friends because they are. You know, but they they have farms and they're. You know they're they're really well established and, and wonderful people, and uh, we're, we're we're sitting there because my friend's daughter um, <clears throat> was playing, and uh, and he has the Wilson family farm by the way. I'll put a plug out there for my buddy Ace. Uh, he's he's wonderful, and um, and so anyways, his daughter Sammy, who's a wonderful singer, and she's coming up. Uh, I think she's uh, she's Sammy's like seventeen, but she plays the farmers market. She does a great job. So we're sitting there listening to her. And uh, here comes this guy, you know, he's got the long black hair. He's all in black. He's with his wife. And I look and I, I said, Tommy, Huck, you know, and, and we embrace, you know, and, 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 and I, I hadn't seen him in a long time. And, and I come back and they're like, man, who's that long haired feller that you knew, you yeah. know, you know, well, not so much, you know, but, it, it, but it's, who was that, you know, and I it said, can be. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I said, that's the, that's the drummer for black Sabbath. Oh, man. That's, my, that's my buddy Tommy Kilfettis, you know. He just he's like, I just moved to Brentwood. It's so great here. We got out because he was in like Rancho Cucamondo or something like that. He's like, Yeah, you know, I'm out here now with the family. We got to get together, dude. And so um he texted me because he just did this big, I don't know where they were over in England, I think. And Ozzy and that makes sense. did this soccer thing or something, football, you know, and they did like the halftime or something kind of thing. So uh it just it just blew up the internet like this week. So I sent him, I was like, man, you killed it, you know, because there he is doing Iron Man, you know, yeah. like Ozzy and Tony Iron uh, like, yeah, come true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. God, you're gonna be a rock drummer. I mean, you're playing with Black Sabbath, you know, you're 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 doing Geezer Butler's gig, you know, it's pretty, pretty cool. And uh he sent me a message back. I needed a hat. That's all he said. <laughs> I needed a hat, you know, and I'm like, well, come on and get one, you know. So um, you know, orders are coming in from LA. Uh I did uh I did the, my buddy, Brendan Wayne, I did John Wayne's grandson. Um, he's the, and, and just an interesting story there. And, and listen, if I'm talking too much on your podcast, you know, yeah, that's well, no one wants to hear me talk. Huck. So we're good. Like I said, I got, I got, I got plenty of them, but um, 
but I went to, just went recently to LA and I made a hat for Brendan Wayne, who is um, Jennifer Wayne's cousin, Jennifer Wayne's and she's in a, she's a, she's a really uh, successful musician here in Nashville. And uh, they happen to be John Wayne's grandchildren. And, uh, and Brendan, we, he, he, we used to call him Danny Wayne. He worked at a place called the lobster. I'm sure you know where the lobster is there at the at Santa Monica pier right up at the top yeah. of the restaurant. And we'd go down there, you know, we did this trifecta of drinking then down to Big Dean's and then went up to, to the Lobster and then we'd go over to Shay J's and, you know, this is a, a, me and my crew because I lived on the west side there. And um, so let me bring it to current. I, I'm, my, I'm talking to my actor friend, Eddie McGee, um, who's in the movie uh, the, the, that I'm in uh, coming out here soon. A um, couple of big actors, Eddie Vincent, Jack McGee, Eddie McGee uh sean mcnab um they wrote it and created this movie anyway to ball there we go hollywood really good really good crew and uh so i i said to him i said you know have you seen the mandalorian you know because i watched the first episode I said, i'm excited i'm a star wars fan you know always have been and i said you've seen the mandalorian and my buddy eddie goes uh no i, I heard it's really good I, I haven't seen it yet and i said you know i watched the opening scene i said the guy walks funny you know, I just got this walk, you know, I can't figure it out. You know, like, I don't know if I, I, I it's, 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 it's like, it really, it was compelling to me because I'm looking at this guy going, I don't know, is it something's up? Something's up. Is it cool? Is it, is it, is it, is it, because, you know, I, I was used to seeing Boba Fett, you know, I used to seeing the, yeah. the stoic walk of the stormtroopers. I mean, here's this guy, he's kind of got a little swagger. And uh, I said, wow, you know, and he goes, well, you know, that's Danny Wayne. I mean, it's Dan, I mean, you mean like Danny Wayne from the lobster? He's like, yeah, he's in the laureate. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And and uh, so long story short, it turns out when he got the gig, he was very, he was seriously ill. He had septus and he was, he had something going on with his, with his, with his intestines at the time, right before he was going for the audition. And we got, he got the gig, but there was a lapse between the auditions and, and whenever they started shooting. And he got sick during that time. So he told his wife, you know, don't tell him, don't say nothing. You know, they're calling and everyone's, how's he doing? How's everything going? You know, we're getting ready. And you know, well, we're great over here. And guys are like trying to not die. Yeah. The, so in the meantime, when he, he, I said, how did you, you know, how did I had the walk? And he says, well, my grandfather, he says, first off, when I got the audition, I didn't know what to do. So I went and got an Amazon. I went to Amazon. I got the Boba Fett, the real helmet, like the best one I could get. So I could practice being in the helmet. You know? Yeah. And uh, there's this guy, Pablo, 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 whatever his name is. He's the, he's the guy when they, you know, kind of like the guy when like, like it's, it's kind of like James Earl Jones as Darth Vader, you know, they, yeah. they, they ripped the helmet off. They got the face and, and, and they got the voice of this guy, but, but Brennan and one other guy are the guys in the suits the entire, for the entire series. And uh, Brendan does all the guns and the walks and, and all of the dialogue stuff. And the other guy does all of the stunt jumping and fighting yeah. and other things like that. And then when they whip the helmet off, they got this actor guy. And then, you know, whenever they do the voice, they got the actor guy too. Um, but he put the helmet on, he learned the thing. And then he said, you know, pretty much, you know, how to corner the gig and, and kind of, you know, own that gig as he, he learned his grandfather's walk. And I didn't under, I didn't the know. Strut. Yeah. Well, his grandfather was six four, about two fifty, I think, right in size. That's a big boy, yeah. And he had he had like just over a nine and a half shoe. So he, his feet were like uh, this. small. Yeah, if you ever go to Grommans, you can see him in, in yeah, the cowboy yeah, boots. Yeah, they look like little high heels. And yeah, yeah, they're cowboy boots and they're tiny. 
Yeah, tiny, tiny. And that's uh, right. So he walked on his toes. And then he had a little hip displacement, you know. And, and so that's what caused that whole John Wayne walk. So he studied his grandfather's walk to, to perfection. So when he went to do the Mandalorian, he, you know, that's what, you know, he, he said that. Uh, that's pretty Carl cool. Weather, Carl Weathers said to him, like, man, you know, because they kind of figured that he was, they figured out that he was sick. He was getting well, but he was, they had lost yeah. weight. And they kind of were like, what, what happened to you? Know, so he, he kind of got, I think he got a little nervous about keeping the gig. He was only episode to episode. He never signed a contract for the full series. Oh, yeah. So he was kind of like thinking, I'm going to be outs at any minute. So I think he kind of came up with this idea of walking like his grandfather to kind of seal the deal because once or he they had to walk, keep him. Yeah. Once he did the walk, nobody else could do the walk. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So uh, he, That's he, smart. Yeah. Long story short, he, I just I made him a hat and uh, he loved it. And uh, and, and he, he's like, yeah, they signed me on for season four and five. I got contract now. And they gave him a they gave him a, a role in another series, you know, so he's oh, good. speaking, you know, act prominent acting role in that. And uh, but but, uh, you know, just stuff like that, you know, that the hats have, have brought around to me again. And uh, I'm making one for Billy Gibbons. Now. I got, oh, I got Billy Gibbons. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm making this is going to be Billy's Billy's new. Yeah, he came into our my booth at NFR, looking at our hat at the Stetson Hat Bar that we had there. Yeah, super nice guy. His, super his nice guy. Wife, yeah, his wife put me on the uh, FaceTime with him. She she came in. Gilligan came in and she bought one of my hats and with a couple of her friends. Her friends have bought a few of my hats. Um, I'm I'm, I'm close with Christine Setzer. She she's uh, she's Brian's uh, ex wife and it has two daughters with him. Yeah. We were together a long time and she's really prominent here in the Nashville area and just a sweetheart. And um, I met her through a friend in L.A. So she was really graceful when I moved here. She introduced me to a lot of people and um and sports my hats. Like, okay, you know, as soon as I said, I was like, what do you think of this? She's like, oh my God. So that's it. Like, yeah, that was it. I mean, she she really went crazy on this stuff and, and helped me kind of get this thing going and uh, introduced me to a lot of a lot of people. So uh so you need to you need to get in touch with Vince Neal, who lives in your neighborhood. Vince Neal, I don't know. Vince Neal lives in Franklin. At Franklin or Brentwood. Yeah. I just saw him do get interviewed with um Sammy Hagar or um, yeah, Sammy Hagar. Yeah, Sammy is interviewing people uh-huh. and he interviewed Vince and Vince's house is there in sure. the Brentwood Franklin area. But then you could do Mick Mars's hat. Mick he's got the, the, he's got the, uh, the stove top. Yeah, he does. He's got, or, you know, I could, I was thinking of doing rock and roll hats. I'm going doing a few rock and rollers now. Um, I'm doing Bryce from, uh, what was this? Our, 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 what was the band? Uh, he's gonna kill me sorry bryce uh, his band's now like uh x factor or something like that he's i i have to i should get it right but he's he's touring but he was in uh loud house or was it not loud house um <clears throat> desperate for changing what is that song starving for truth what was the name of that band anyways I'm, i got i got, I got life I got. house was the name of the band and it was a really great band um had a lot of hits in the in the 90s and in 2000 yeah. And uh, he's a sweetheart of a kid, and he 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 we found he yeah man I want a hat anybody anybody who I've sent my hats to that I've known in in L A that I've kind of went hey they they yeah I want a hat you know yeah. immediately you know put it in a custom order and and so it's it's growing pretty that's pretty awesome pretty fast out there in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm even getting, you know, I even get disgruntled like messages from other hat makers because they're, they're mad that I'm doing so well. We, we, we had that in boots and I, I won't say the names of the boot company, but I'll tell I tell you offline, but 
the guy, the guy, the owner, the president of the boot company is a complete douchebag. Yeah. I, I, and, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up to me during a show and just like, and I was with a customer and he was completely rude. I'm going to sue you. It's a cease and desist letter. And I'm like, well, for one, I don't make the boots. I don't care. But right. yeah, anyways, I received those messages and, and yeah. And, and it's flattering to me. Um, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, yeah, okay. I go, hey, thanks. Thanks a lot. You know, yeah. can't wait to see think about my other hats, you know. Uh, you know, everyone's got their opinion. And that's fine. Uh, you know, musically, I've dealt with all of that. And, yeah. and uh, it, it, so, I, you know, I always think that, you know, it, it's like Kid Rock said, you know, you're not, you're not really famous until you get sued, you know. So until somebody comes and starts climbing up your wazoo about what you're doing right, and they're intimidated by it. That's and they're and they're doing well. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, you know, thank you. That Stetson's going to call me and chew me out. You know, <laughs> they won't. <laughs> but you know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping to. I think someday to be able to collaborate with a hat company, to be able to custom, you know, custom work their materials and 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 co-brand. You know, somehow, somewhere. Yeah. I think that's ultimately the goal with my hats, but, uh, you know, in, in, in the big picture, um, well, what about like, um, and I, I'm literally just shooting this. I keep looking at the hat behind your left shoulder. And every time I see the feathers on the front, I think of Hank Williams jr. Yeah. And, uh, he did an album cover with, uh, with, uh, the feathers like that. And I don't know why back, back in the mid eighties, I want to say. Stapleton wears a hat like this. I'm yeah. doing a lot of these for not so much the shape of the hat, but just the feather bit the, the hat band. That's why I put feathers on this one. Yeah. The shape. This is a this hat's too big for me. It's it's like a seven and five eighths, I think. So it's a little big. I've been making big hats. But see, in in, in the shape of things, it's real old school. Like, yeah. Like like you know, Johnny Paycheck or or yeah. like you said, Hank Williams. I'm follically challenged, as you can see. So hats. That's another reason I got into the hat. <laughs> I'm becoming follically challenged. I'm trying to, you know, I, I make I make history hats, you know, yeah, like this, so that way I can. And and a lot of military guys come and get this shape for me because they'll see this shape and it's it's unique. They wear these hats still in 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 the field, you know, yeah, stand and things like that. So um, we do a cavalry toe boot, uh, cowboy boot. Really? They had, they had specific uh, a specific toe. It's not quite a wide square. And it's not a snip toe. It's in between. But they designed it so it would get into the stirrups easier. So if they were like on the run, they could get their feet into the stirrups. I do count. Yeah. I like the I like those boots. I was looking at your your, your stuff and going, geez, oh, Pete's these are the best boots ever made. I mean, no wonder people got mad at you because I mean, you cornered the boot market. <laughs> Out of my corner, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good boot companies. I I try to never talk bad about other boot companies. Just this one guy, and it's not the boot company. Yeah, it's, it's that one guy because they make great boots. Yeah, the guy, the guy that reached out to me, he makes wonderful hats. I mean, I, I love his. I love his stuff. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know these people. I'm not going to yeah. get into a pissing contest with people. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just me I'm over here doing my hats. I can't help it. I'm me, you know, I can't help it. I make hats and I can't help it. I do it good. And I can't help it. The people are interested in it. You know, it's, it's, it's America. I'm, I'm all for, you know, capitalism and, uh, yeah. free market, you know, and, uh, I support That's another thing though. And I don't want to you know, sound like that's just, just one incident. 
all most 99% of the hat people, I mean, have been astounding. They, yeah. they reach out to me. They support me. They, we support each other. You know, they, they compliment me. They, you know, it's, it's been, it's been wonderful. I mean, that's what it, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I don't, I just look at that like, well, that, like, again, that's a compliment, you know, and, and never tell, never believe them if they tell you that you're great and never believe them if they tell you that you're not, you know, it's, it's what's in here and what, and what you're doing that it, 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 it makes a difference in, in your family. I mean, you know, at the oh, dude, of- I, 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 I never put myself out there before. Right. Like, like you did with your music and people could go, Hey, that's, that song sucked or that song. Hey, that song was awesome. I never did that because I, you know, I'm in sales and I'm just a regular guy. Now I do the podcast. And so I put it out there in the world. Yeah. I'm kidding. Dude, the absolute worst response of any episode I did was with Tawny Katane. Wow. She had passed away. Hmm. Dude, I I kept them all up there because I want the people that put them up there. You have to own that now. They were saying things. I mean, just she didn't die soon enough. Uh, I hope the worms are getting to her. Um, she was a, a t- you know, blah, blah, the, the, this, this model was a better person. And you know, I'm like, she just passed away. Like, and you're yeah. wishing worms to eat her. Like, what are you talking about? I interviewed heat on Gracie. Cause like he was my, one of my instructors in jujitsu. And, and I didn't want to talk to heat on about jujitsu i want to talk about travel and so we talked about you know the places he's been the people he's met and and the, he's now taking his family and his kids i got a really nasty dm saying how dare you have one of the gracies on and you don't even talk about jujitsu why would i listen to your whole show and with, with a, a black belt jujitsu and, and you didn't even, i'm like well there's he's done like 50 other podcasts about jujitsu you can take a class with them tomorrow yeah. You know, if you want, you want to hear his thoughts on jujitsu. Since, since, you know, since the, uh, it's nasty though. I'm like, Oh my God. Since, dude. I think since the, since, since, I don't know. How do I, how do I put this? Since, since we had president Trump in and, yeah. and, 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 and the, the social media rhetoric was so terrible for, for any sitting president, I don't care if it's yeah. the worst or the best. Um, and, and the, the armchair ability of people just to yeah. riff off whatever is on the top yeah. of their tongue. It's just become too much. Um, you know, uh, I think we should bring back street fighting. I think we should bring back <laughs> really spanking yeah. children, things like that. You know, I, I'm not beating anyone, not, not, not abusing. I'm talking about, you know, uh, some real thinking and some, and some real education with people and some real consequences because, um, you know, yeah, yeah I, I, it's easy just to tell somebody that they they're this or they're that, or because you don't agree with their opinion. But you know, it never used to be that way, as we know. And 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 people just feel like they can say anything. And 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 I guess you know we're you all can, but there are consequences. People yeah. are learning that too. Yeah, and it just you know it, it it's terrible that that happens. And yeah, and it and, and for a while there, honestly, it 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 you were at you know what my, the gap between me and the industry is largely because of that. Sure. It, it, I had enough of of not negative input, just input. Period. Just people's opinions, and and it's 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 entertainment. You know, it, the job is to entertain you, and if you can't be entertained, and you want to take everything to a point to where it's so serious that it, you know you you have to be connected, you know, it it it, it, it ruins it. You know, it, it, it you you 
you have to know that when you're sitting in the audience at any at, at any aspect of what you're seeing is entertainment, whether you're the person delivering the entertainment or the person receiving it. You have you people now, I think, are too they're too sucked into both sides, you know. Yeah. People doing the entertaining, they're they're believing their own bullshit too much. And excuse my friends, but the people the people who are are watching, they're believing the BS too much and they're getting too uh. attached or involved in it or, 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 or emulating it or, or letting it become their existence or, or something, their paper doll, so to speak. And, you know, I, I just, I was having a good time in music and having fun entertaining people. And like I said, one day I just looked down there thinking, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I always say I lost faith in the fan. You know, they used to say, you know, yeah. the lost faith in the band, you know, I, honestly, I, I lost faith in the fan, and, and it's taken me a little bit to get back into into appreciating, uh, you know, people's opinion and, and and where their direction is and where their true heart is when it comes to these things. Because I've seen, like you said, some of the most terrible things spilled out on the internet and in social media, where I, yeah. you know, and, and and even been put in positions where I have had opinions where I've regretted, you know, sure. Because I, frustrated and so i've learned to keep my mouth shut i've learned to listen more and uh and and kind of not watch the news or, or watch people's opinions like be really selective on what i you know what i what i get involved with and, and who i get involved with and and uh and 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 I want to be quiet now about uh, the history of things because I, I I always end up not finishing the story, and 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 I would like to talk about traveling because I love I love to travel, and I love the fact that you have traveled everywhere. In, in, in oh, no, no, I mean you, you know you know who travels more the mo- by far the most musicians. Well, yeah, but the I ones I've interviewed. <clears throat> Musicians traveling, though, you see one thing, man. You see the stage, yep. you see the bus or the van, and you see the hotel rooms. And the airport. And, yeah. yeah, or the airport. And, and that's yeah. really much it. I mean, it becomes like you don't even know where you're at half the time because you can't really enjoy. I mean, you meet great people, and they and they really try to, you know, say, hey, look at this, and this is why, you know, this is why we're here, and this is why we're so happy to have you. And you get really close to the people of different, you know, different towns and different locations. But you never, you know, I never really had a chance to, you know, kind of dig in only a few places, you know, yeah. maybe it's, you know, maybe the East coast a couple of times and in Michigan and in California, of course, but, uh, but I've been everywhere. I'm like Johnny Cash in America. And, 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 and I have to sit and think, Oh yeah, I was, I thought I did do shows there. And it, because it, 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 a lot of, yeah. I, for example, I did the house of blues tour with Ted Nugent and, 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 and it's every house of blues in America. So, you know, same food, same decor, same everything. Well, you're just like, you're pretty, pretty soon you're like, where, you know, you wake up and go, where, where else the blues am I at now? You're in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. It's very, you, know, you wonder why somebody can come out and say, you know, thank you, Cleveland. You know, yeah. you know I was just going to say, you know, and, yeah. and, and get that mixed up. I mean, it, it's, it's, it, I can see how that can happen, you know, but uh, I mean, being, being able to travel through America, again, it goes back to the people. And that's what I, you know, that's what I enjoy the most is, is yeah. the different people who represent each town, because that's the fabric of each place that you go to. Um, and well, like uh, I'm going to Dallas next week, right? To, that, to the for the market that I told you about. No, I'll t- I'll send you a video of, of all the Western yeah, industry people. I'm anxious to see that. But now when I travel, I always try. I always try to book in a half or a full day, so I can go see the things. Like I, I used to. I went to Louisville for a trade show. And then I came home and my friend, all the people I talked, oh, did you go see the Bat Company? Did you just go see the Muhammad Ali Museum? Did you go do this? Did you go do that? And I kept going, no, I went there. I showed up. 
I got in the night before. I went to work the next day. I went to work the next day and I flew home. And like, oh my God, you should have seen the riverboat. And you should have, you know. So now I always book in extra time just so I can go see. So when I go to Dallas, I'm going to go see South Fork Ranch, which is where they filmed the Dallas show. Absolutely. Who shot JR? Yeah. Great. Yeah. But I mean, so I was going to ask you, like, now, you know, like, so when you come to LA, I know you want to get home to your seven year old, but are, are you going to, do you ever, are you ever going to try and book in? Because you, you seem very similar to me. Like you want to go see different things when you travel. You know, when I travel with my family, I always, we, we, we do it all. Like we went yeah. the last time we felt like we were, it was strange. Cause we felt a little like we were tourists because yeah. we, were, we were in uh, Manhattan and Newport yeah. and we, we went to universal. Our friend works for universal. So she got us into the universal um, with, and he's always wanted to go. So we went yeah. there and we did do, you know, we went around to some of our old haunts and then we, we, we went around and seen some things, but when I come to LA, yeah, I would like to, I would like to do some of the things I, I, I didn't do while I was there living, but yeah. I pretty much tried to, you know, we, we never sat still when I, when my wife and I were, we didn't have our son, you know, now it's, 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 it's me, him and her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been that way for seven years, you know, like we get a, I'm kissing her between. And he's, yeah. So, but when it was her and I, I mean, we couldn't, she, she can't sit still anyway. She's like, you know, my, you know, she's like, she's like a, a wet cat, you know, she just got to be moving all the time. And we were constantly going and seeing things and, you know, we would go, you know, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff in LA, you know, yeah. different places. And I was telling somebody the other night how I, there's a, the house that Jim and Pam lived in, Jim Morrison and Pam in, uh, in Laurel Canyon there. There's it, it's, uh, the, the guy that the guy that was renting it at the time I was in it, he was the, uh, the Calvin Klein model, you know, that was on all the billboards, you know, in his underwear, you know. And uh, I, I went over there and, and, and he says, you know, have you seen the bathroom? He was a foreign guy. I don't even remember his name, but I said, the bathroom. You know, what are you saying? Yeah. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, come with me. And I'm like reluctantly following this guy to his bathroom, but he, he takes out the vanity mirror and in the vanity, Inside the vanity is a, it's 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 a there's a whole other bathroom that was Jim and Pam's original bathroom. Oh, sure. They never they never they just put a wall up and they never renovated that part of the house. They renovated the entire the entire house with this one section bathroom, this section, and it has the the t- I mean everything's still the, the the you know the the, the tile the the you know, green you know that old yeah green, that avocado green, green and tile that avocado yeah. Porcelain tub, porcelain sink, mirror, and all of this writing that he had written poems to her, and all of this stuff is in there. And and and, and but anyways, the reason I'm telling you that is, is, as you know, that's that's how Hollywood is. I mean, you're yeah. you're in a piece of history in every moment. You know, you go to, you go to the Roosevelt, you go, you know, I recorded at Capitol Studios, and, and amongst others, and uh, that was always a big deal to me because you know, being in the, you know, oh, that's the well, that's not King Cole's piano and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, wow you know here we're gonna put you in this you know in this neumann mic here this is when sinatra used on this and uh, and 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 just being you know or the the board there steve miller bought you know because he, he wanted a certain board and, and yeah. he just bought it you know or, and, and did the after he did the joker and um so it's just you know it, it, i love the history of, of hollywood and yes i when i come back i'm just going to soak up more history you know uh like i went by sound sound city you know in, in the valley yeah yeah you know, and you, it's, it's kind of dumpy, yeah, you know, yeah. and you're like, well, that's, you know, Fleetwood Mac rumors, 
Nirvana, you know, and then you just Johnny Cash, you're like, and it's just dumpy little place, you know. We also did uh, a bunch of bands that did stuff there. There's always, oh, yeah, yeah. LA is one big, you know, one big, uh, I mean, you know, people come to Hollywood. I don't know how they think Hollywood's, I I was dumbfounded the first time I came to Hollywood because it's just, you expect everything to be it's not clean yeah. and wonderful and it's just not at all yeah actually i when, when, my, when my family comes in town and they want to see everything you know the one of the so i've lived in california for 45 years mm-hmm. i always swore i would never take one of those hollywood tours the buses you know around hollywood i'm like i oh, tourists you know mm-hmm. my daughter when she was getting ready to go off to college i go what do you want to do you know before because she was going back to maryland and I and she goes, I want to take one of those those tour buses. I'm like, oh, all right, we're going to be tourists for the day. Yeah. So wait, we're, we're right on Hollywood Boulevard, right by uh, the Kodak Theater, and the, where all the buses hang out. Yeah. And, I, and I go up to the guy, and I go, and he goes, oh, so you got two girls, my two daughters, and myself, and I'm like, forty bucks a person. And I'm like, see ya. Right. I'm out. I'm not paying 120 bucks for <laughs> no way. He goes, Are you guys local? I said, yeah, I, we're, we're 20 minutes away. I, I go, I've just, I've always swore off these tours. He goes, let's go. So we take the tour and I'm like, and he showed me stuff that I've driven by hundreds of times. And I never went, oh, that's where they filmed the pretty woman. Oh yeah. That's, that's the Iron Man house. Oh my God. You're right. That is Iron Man house yeah. that I've driven by thousands of times. And he just, you never look at it from that lens, you know, because like when you're on Hollywood Boulevard, you're like, oh, uh, you know, well, being careful. And if you look up and you go, oh, yeah, that's where Richard Gere climbs the ladder at the end. And yeah, all that stuff is wonderful, but it also disappoints the heck out of me. Yeah. Yeah. When you realize things, you know, I went to I went to David Letterman um, back in the 90s. I was uh, and, uh, and I couldn't believe that how you know, at the Ed Sullivan theater, how small it was a, and how, you know, Dave's desk is, and here's Paul Schaefer and here's the desk. So when you're, when you're, when you're shooting camera, there, there's Dave at the desk and he's throwing pencils and everything like that. And then when you shoot, look, goes over to Paul, then you get this shot of the band and, and, and those frames, you know, you're, you're, it, it it seems vast because when they bring a band out to perform, if you remember, if you remember Paul Schaefer's, you know, the, the band was over here and Dave's desk was here and then the band would perform in the middle. And, you know, when you're a musician or you're an artist, you're always thinking that the stage size is usually standard of, of a theater or, or, you know, something yeah, like that. Not, a, not on TV. No, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, it couldn't have been more, it couldn't have been bigger than this room. 15, 12, 15 feet across between Paul's. Yeah keyboard in dave's corner of his desk you know and it, it's just it's so small and i remember just thinking wow this you know i was on i was on I mean, one of the most disappointing things was i was on uh let's make a deal <laughs> me and my buddy <laughs> let's make a deal yep oh my lord what a racket that was. I mean, when, you know, just going and waiting in line, we waited in line with this family who were, they came to the, cause you have to dress up in a costume. Yeah. I, I was a cowboy, of course, look at with a hat. And, and he was a, uh, he was a doctor. Like, you know, and uh, <laughs> we got some funny stories, but we, we, we were in line. You had to wait in line. Like, this is line crap, you know, going to wait in this long line. And then you have to be interviewed, of course, yeah. to be, 
to, to them to figure out if you're if they want you on the show or not if you're going to be one of the contestants yeah that was oh, uh the cbs studios right over by the grove yeah yeah because yeah. i've seen i've seen them in line I think it's over by the Grove. They had it. They had it at over there uh, off of uh, Sunset, and do you know the? Uh, oh, you were rode by Paramount. Sunset in the one hundred and one, right there in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they had it in there, and the, and the whole set's a dump. I mean, like chewing gum under the table. I mean, just been know, there a while. A million kids. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like, ah, I mean, yeah, you want to wear like a, like a and, and then, you know, we're, we were standing in line with a, with a family. It was a family who came as, it came as a, a bathroom accessories. I mean, no lie. Like one guy had, he had the toilet seat over I was going to say. Right. The, 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 the mom and they, and they look like they, they came from, you know, I don't know, you know, like maybe, maybe wherever. Two hours south of here. Yeah. Wherever. Yeah. Wherever, you know, a couple hours south of here, maybe like in the, in the deep. No, no, I got country. you. You know, something to that effect, you know, very, very interesting and nice people, but they didn't, their costume choices weren't, you know, and, uh, and, and then they interviewed us for that. And, and I just couldn't believe how, how it all ran, you know, how it all was, as yeah. how it is portrayed on television. And, 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 you know, and you think about society waking up every day and watching on a daily basis, watching like the prices, right. And things like that. And, and you wonder, you know, like what, you know, I, I wonder, I know, I mean, you're watching it, you're going, wow, it's, that's, that's great. And it's so and surreal. When, yeah. When you see some of the spots, like you're saying, and where they filmed a lot of things, you, it, it, it'll just be like a corner of something. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or just, you know, something that looks like it, it, it could be from the 1800s and it's, you know, next to McDonald's, you know, or absolutely. Or, well, you know, like MASH was filmed up in the Malibu mountains, right? And yeah. the, the scenes, oh, yeah. it's still there. there. Yeah. yeah. It was burnt. Unfortunately, they, the whole thing burnt burnt. Right? Yeah. There's still some things up there though. Is there uh, the bat cave was in Santa Clarita, right yeah. on the way up the magic mountain, you yeah. know? Cause my, yeah. we just watched the uh, first episode of, of the Adam West series. And my wife's like, where is that? And I go, that's right up Santa Claus. I, I, we've driven by that right off the 14. And she's like, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love stuff like that too. I really yeah. do. It's it, I, when I find it, I'm always like, wow, you know? Yeah. And Santa Monica has all that. I mean, the, 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 the John Lennon and, and, and the house that did Lennon and McCartney rented, yeah, or, uh, you know, they with Keith Moon and wrote all of these great songs at, and, and, and where they basically decided to to not be a band anymore was crazy right there in Santa Monica, and and, and you know John Lennon would you, know, you go to you go to Shea Jays all of the time, you know, I mean people don't realize that Shea Jays was such an epicenter for for like the Rat Pack and and where like yeah. JFK used to pick up uh, Marilyn Monroe on Incognito and, and allegedly. Uh, yeah, and where everybody got their, you know, their, their <laughs> fun party favors, and, yeah. and you know where Steve McQueen, you know, would break peanuts, and where you know the the Apollo astronauts took took peanuts from CJ's up in the space and brought them back, and you know, just so many stories. And my point is, Hollywood has, and, and just like every other town, and that's the that's the cool thing about America. Yeah, every single town has something, has something or someone or yeah. something that that is something to be proud of. And, 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 and if I can say anything profound in this podcast, that that's what people need to get back to understanding and remembering is the importance of their neighbors and the importance of their family and the importance of where they're at now presently in the town that they have and how, how, how wonderful 
their world is their own world in your own perspective where your own spot, you know, looking through the glass or looking in yeah. the television and seeing things in Hollywood and wishing you're there. It, it, it's the not yeah. isn't greener. The grass isn't greener. It's where you're at and where, and what you're doing, whether it be making hats or music or podcasts or, 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 or things. Yeah. It's, it, it, it just, you know, that's what I, I, that's what I always try to tell people is live, live your life. Life is for the living. Go and have fun. Go try, go do, don't stop. Don't think, don't let, don't talk yourself out of it. Don't let resistance stop you. You know, you want to be the best salesman. You want to sell toothpicks, sell the best toothpicks, man. Go have fun. Do it with a smile, you know, uh, appreciate what you have and, and where you're at, I, I, you know, and, and appreciate this country. It, yeah. no matter if you, what side of the fence you're on, no matter what your political beliefs are, no matter what your, your stance on this, that, or the other, you know, we all, we all breathe the same air and we, and we all, we all are in this together. And, and I hate to say it, we are, you know, that, that's, that's an old saying, not a new one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it's and, not used enough, but yeah. And we need to, you know, travel, travel America, travel. And I think that's if, when people get out of their zone, right? Their comfort zone. When I went up to North Dakota and I, I flew into Bismarck and I was flying over to Dick or driving over to Dickinson to open up a store, I went down to, to um, Rapid City in South Dakota and I wanted to go see Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a long drive and it was raining. Th- thankfully for them, they needed the water. But when I'm driving through South Dakota and North Dakota, and you go, people are waving at you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know that guy. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm like, you do that at home, you might get shot. It, you know, literally in LA, like if you do that on the 110, they were shooting people at the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, literally. So, you know, just to go to a different, and I'm like, man, that's, that's you know, I, I, I go to Louis, I went to uh, Port Arthur, uh, Janis Joplin's home, but we opened up a store there. And then I, I drove into uh, Louisiana. I wanted to try some Cajun food. The lady was like, you've never had Cajun food. I'm like, I'm like, nope. The first time she was, I'm going to set you up. Got me one of everything, things I didn't want to eat. <laughs> you know, if you've, if you've never tried cracklin, which is just literally pig fat. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I, I love pig fat. I have to tell It you. tastes great. I know. But, but uh, you know, so she's just bringing me out all this food. And, yeah. Touring yeah. was that way. That's pe- that's people, right? I mean, that's when you sit there because I get I'm in LA. And people are, are. I always tell people there are all because when I go to rodeos and stuff, they're like, "You're from Los Angeles?" I go, "Yeah, you know, I've been here a long time." You don't act like you're from Los Angeles. Well, they don't know how and, Los and I'm like, I go, "You got to understand, we have a lot of everything here. We have a lot of jerks, we have a lot of conceited people, a lot of rude people, but we also have a lot of nice people." A lot, you know, I mean, we have, there's more people in California than the entire country of Canada. There's 40 million people here, you know, so we have everything. It, and I always it, tell people, but when I travel, you get to see, you know, if you take the time, like if I could have just flown into Port Arthur, done my job and then flown home, I, I, I would have flown into Houston, but I took the time, the extra half day to drive over to Louisiana and go eat some Cajun food, you know, and I left my mark because that lady went, God, I met this boy from Los Angeles. He was super nice. And you know what I mean? Versus having a negative comment about a Californian. Yeah. I drove from uh, once I drove from Houston to LA and uh, by myself. And 
I, I had, I had all the time in the world to get back to LA. So I saw a sign that said, you know, I don't know, 20 miles to tombstone coming down. Yeah. Gotta go. We gotta go. Went in there, met a ton of people. Um, ended up staying the night. Got to, you know, didn't have to spend a dime. Howling yeah. at the movie in front of you know Big Nose Kate's and and, and the, the Birdcage Theater and reliving you know th- that th- that you know that that whole the movie the whole thing you know the OK Corral. And I thought, man, th- and that's what I'm always saying. Like when we, my wife and I drove, we drove from LA to here um, when we yeah. moved. So, you know, I, I, my wife says, we're going to spend, okay, we're going to do two days in New Mexico. And I went, oh, you know, yeah. oh, you know, and then I had, you know, superstitious friends are going, you're not going to go through New Mexico. You know, you cannot drive through New Mexico. You know, that's where Indians go to pass away. And, you know, <laughs> really? Yeah, well, that's what you know, people would say. That's where, you know, that's where, that's where a lot of the native, there's a lot of, there's a lot of spirit in New Mexico. Of course. I mean, there's so many things and it's, and it, I would say it's probably like the Taos area, the most native American state in the, in the union i would think in new mexico it, it it's it's it, then all there's reservations up in my i know there's reservations yeah, in yeah. America, but but when you go through there you just you get every you you know you get that that vibe and and i was a little like eh, i don't know it's a long way when you go, and, and when you get through you know you stop at the some of the truck stops and there's whole walls of you know what's on milk cartons you know missing yeah. and, stuff, and it's you know it's like you know a little <laughs> traveling across the country and you, you see everything well, I, I also brought, you know, I mean, I have a license to carry a gun. So I, I, I brought all of my valuables. There's no way I, how, what am I going to do? Hire, like, you know, hire a, a, an armored vehicle. So, yeah. so I, you know, I, I strapped everything to me that I had in, 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 in solids say, you know, yeah. um, and so I'm like, you know, and, and I toured with Ted Nugent. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not me, so I'm driving to, you know, like, you know, I mean, we're going to, I'm like, you know, going in the truck stops with the family, you know, standing outside the door tripped out. But the, but the trip, anyhow, I had all of this in my mind of how it was going to be. The trip was wonderful. We, we, I, some of the best memories I've ever made. New Mexico was incredible. We went to yeah. White Sands. We went to, you know, the car. I, I love New Mexico. I, I never knew about the Indian spirits, all that. I never heard that. Well, if you go to the Carlsbad Caverns, have you been there? If you haven't Mm-mm. been to Carlsbad Caverns, it is, I mean, it. Th- there's caverns that they haven't even discovered there that, you know, like they, they, they just put it this way. They discovered one cavern where there's, there's a hole and they, they hog out the hole enough for a guy to get a rope down and it's as big as the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh my God. So when you go into these chambers, they're yeah. they're just you you they, they just keep going. They're they're not stopping, and and so you see where you know the the Native Americans lived. You know where where just how this the, the whole area is, and and from the top there going into Carlsbad and going into the caverns, it's just desert land. But what's going on under there is it's just a different world. And you go to White Sands, and it's like being on another planet. You I mean you just uh, three hundred and sixty degrees of just white white being on the moon. You know and uh, just things I've never seen even coming across that way, even on tour um, and, and jumping into little towns and stopping little towns. And like you're saying, people that, that are welcoming. And, and, and I find a lot of that here in Tennessee, of course. I mean, you know, there's the there's, Loveless Cafe, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then there's, uh, and there's we had a, we had a late, uh, her name was Reagan. She doesn't work there anymore because we went back. She was just the sweetest little glove child. Have y'all been here before? And we're like, Nope. Where are y'all from? Yeah. California. I'm gonna get you some biscuits. Don't you worry. I'm gonna get some fresh biscuits from the back. Don't you worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set you up. 
I'm like, okay, you know, and she did. It was awesome. Yeah. But, but Southern hospitality was real. Yeah, it is a real thing. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's definitely here. There's a lot of Californians here. I see a lot of it moving in a, in a different direction. Just because people don't, they're not, they don't have that etiquette. They may come here for it, but they're, you know, the driving's different. I have people flipping me off here and stuff. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> in LA, that's just like every other, every other turn. But here it's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? And you know that they're, you, you know, that they're not from here doing that. And I'm thinking, you know, eh, you might not want to do that out in Leapers Fork or, you know, yeah. you're going to Kingston, you know, eh, you know, you don't be what, what, Bob, <laughs> carries a real thing. <laughs> Non-California. Hey, I got some boots with some kill around here, you know, and, uh, but, uh, you know, our, our rover boots, uh, we, we came out with the first ever mass production, uh, concealed carry cowboy boot. Does it get a slot in the side where you can put your? It's got, it's got a holster on on, um, on the side of it, and uh, on the opposite side, it, and the holster has a Gore-Tex strap to hold the, the pistol in, so you can run, jump, whatever. Right. The other side has the um, a holder for for your mag magazine. See, that's genius, man! I know yeah. I'm gonna check those out because I might have to get me a pair of them. Yeah, yeah, I don't carry much around here, you know, like unless I'm going somewhere where I think I might need it, but. You know, it's, 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 you're, you know, at a, in California, yeah, a lot of places I, I just have it because I wanted to make sure that in case I needed it, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be in a knife fight, you know. And we, we do the, uh, we, there's areas where I, we have the jewelry check. That's what my wife calls it. She, yeah. You know, cause I'm like, Hey, we're going to go here. And she goes, should I wear the, should, should I wear the wedding ring or not? Yeah. Uh, that's my dog going crazy with this. That's the dog going, yeah. listen, you've been talking to this guy long enough is what the dog is saying, Pete. He's like, you know, we could go on another three hours. I know, right? I'm going to let you get back to making some hats, making some money for the for the family. I got a lot of hats going out. I got a lot of custom orders. You know, if anybody wants a hat, uh, please look on my website. Uh, what, what's, the, what's the website? How, how do people get a hold of you? Well, I'm easy to get a hold of. I'm here in Franklin. Don't, uh, you, don't use the chat unless you're C. Thomas Howe. I'm, yeah. I'm going to remember that story. So, I, I hope he, if he does watch this, you know, I love you. I love the guy. I just, I, I, I'm sorry. I missed your message and I'm, I'm really bummed about it. I'd love to make you happy. You know, you're cool. I, you know, Don't feel bad. He didn't get back to me about being on the show. So on my show. So he should get back to you. I mean, I'll, I'll put in a word if I get hold of him. There you go. And there's plenty around here. I'm, I, I'm going to certainly be, you know, letting people know about this. Podcast. Uh, and, 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 let's get, let's get back to Huckass. How do, how do I, how do people get a hold of you? They, they go to huckhats.com. It's that simple. Huckhats.com. That's it. And uh, and you can custom order any hat that you like there. If you see any hat that you think is cool, um, I can recreate it for you and no problem. Uh, if you have a certain dream hat that you like, I can make it. If you like something off of television that you've always wanted, I can make it. Um, you know, let's make your hat. You know, if you, if you have a, I, I, I would love to be your hat guy. That's all I can say. Anybody out there, I would I really love to have a shot at putting a huck hat on your head. And that's my goal. Just get them on every head. They're all individually created and they're never duplicated. So you won't see your hat out there on somebody else, yeah. um, but you'll definitely recognize that it's a huck hat and, you know, get them while they're hot. I, you know, I, 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 gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you, <laughs> you know? the seven year old um, needs to eat. Come on. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't have, you know, I give you my phone number on here, but I'm sure I did. No, you know, no. I'm getting lots of calls from, uh, you know, People you don't want them from Green days and people I don't want to hear from, but, uh, you know, I'm here for you. You can reach me also via email at huck at huck hats and, yeah. uh, 
again, I'm easy to find. And, and I, and I really thank you Pete for having me on your, on Oh your man, podcast. it's awesome. And, uh, I, you know, I'm sorry I didn't get all of the stories that I, that I have musically and, and travel wise, but maybe we'll do another one down the road. You I was going to say, we'll, we'll definitely, when you get to yeah. your mass production level or something to that effect, we'll, we'll definitely have to do another show. You know, I, I, I'm certainly blessed by meeting you and, and befriending you. Oh and, man! And I wish you the best in everything in in, in your in your life and your and especially you know interviewing others in this podcast and getting the word appreciate out. That. And uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you having me on. And, and ah, it's been a pleasure. If you come to Franklin, you know, I got you, man. Whatever you need, if you want a hat, just let me know. I'll make one for you. No problem. I'm going to talk to you offline because I have a hard time with hats. I, I, I told you that before when we talked because yeah. Stetson hats. Are, are round and I have an oval head. So the resist all hat shape is better for me because the Stetsons dig in. I mean, like dig in and I've had hat guys fix them. And, but I just, I, I don't know. I can size. I mean, I'm lucky. I don't know. I'm, I, I got, I, I make them for people. I don't even meet and they go, what? you know, I mean, yeah. I, you know, and if I don't, if it doesn't fit, then I feel really, you know, I gotta, I gotta make it fit. So um, I think I've got one hat that I'm still unsure of. A guy says, oh, no, it's a little tight. I, my wife loves it. I love it, you know, but I haven't really seen him in it. And I saw so I'm going to be reaching out to him here shortly and say, okay, you want a new hat? You yeah. Want new hat? We big heads, you know, I mean, these pumpkin head people, you know, <laughs> size eights and, you know, yeah. it's like size eight hat. They don't realize that's really hard to come by. People don't realize anything <laughs> over seven and three eights, man. It's tough. I'm seven, three eights. Craig Shoemaker, the comedian I had on, I got him a, a straw Stetson. He goes, I've never had a cowboy hat. And I go, why? He goes, I have an eight. Yeah. And I'm like, Gibbons has had an eight that I made because he wears a hat over a hat. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, because he, he wears that, 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 um, that little yeah, do rag type, type thing or whatever. Yeah. But the custom orders come in and they're always big sizes, you know, because they're yeah. so I, I, it's, it's always, it's, a, it, I get it done. It's a struggle, but I get it done. And, and, uh, you know, that's, it's, it's funny because it's just like everything else. I get the hat done and, and I'm nervous as, you know, a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs till I see it on the person's head. And then they, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's uh, I'm I'm I, I'm over the finish line with that one. So I've been the Lord's again. The Lord continues to bless us all. So and and your hat prices are not that high. Just so you know, they're really not. Thanks. I, 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 I they're I, really I, not. I know I should. I, people keep telling me that that have my hats or people that are in the industry. They're like, wow, you need to raise your prices. And I'm yeah. like, and uh, I, I want to get a. I want to get a lot of hawk hats out there. I want people to be happy. I want them to go to people that are, you know, people $500 for a hat, you know, $500 for anything is a lot of investment. I understand that. But, um, you know, for the investment that I put into for the materials and the time, it's, I'm not making a killing on these hats I, at all. I'm, I'm making enough to reinvest in the company and get more hats on people's heads. Yeah. And that's my goal. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just happy for that. I really am because the brand is, is it's catching on and I'm very fortunate. I, I, and I hope that it continues. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm just looking to be your hat guy. I cut people a lot of deals. If you're, yeah. if, you're, if you're financially strapped or if you need a hat and you just, you know, you're one of them people I've always wanted and wished for, you know, I'm the guy that'll make it happen for you because, uh, you know, again, it's all about people. It's all about people, the whole world, love and life, man. It's all about the people and, and let's all stick together and support each other the way that we have. And, and, uh, it'll all work itself out. And, I would uh, tell you too, I was going to say just a, cause I, I drive, I, I walk around in my, 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 I have my buckle and I got my cowboy boots and, and all that. And most people don't realize like, Oh, you know, th those, those alligator boots, what do those run you? you know, $900. And they're like, Excuse me? Right. I'm like, yeah, they're $900. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. How much is that buckle? I'm like, well, it's silver with brass and gold and actual stones. So it's, you know, it's a couple thousand bucks. Cowhide is, <laughs> is not cheap. You know? At uh, all. This is, this one's a, this is a, this hat was made from, uh, I think it was like a 9X Stetson from the 70s. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. this hat would, if you were to buy this hat, it'd be, $300 or, or any, uh, a little or more. More, more just to buy it with the, you know, looking seventies. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I, just so people know, I mean, I don't like that. My cost is high on this material and the materials of this that I make. But again, I'm, I'm trying to build a brand and I'm trying to put something that I, I'm, I'm trying to put, uh, put things on people that, that they're going to love and cherish and, 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 yeah. and give to their sons or give to their Give the, you know, I want it passed on. I know that hats, hey, I'm buying hats, like I said, I'm buying, I'm getting this hat from the 1940s and look at it. I mean, it's, it's, it's alive and it yeah. has history. It's got new, it's going to have new history on someone else's head, but the history that it's had, it, it's had is, is special it's, as well. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'll take a picture or maybe a video. When I go to the boot barn up at Paso Robles, huh? it was one of the original boot barns and they did a hat collection of all the old cowboy hats of all the cowboys that would uh, compete at the mid States fair. Oh, wow. And I mean, it's thirties, forties, fifties. And like, I'm like, what do you can do with those hats when, when, cause boot barn's gone through a corporate transition and they're like, a lot of people ask us for the hat. So I'm like, ah, okay. That's like picker Mike, you know, but I know that's what I'm thinking about you. Yeah. I saw, I saw him in leapers and I, cause the Volkswagen, you know, he's all, oh, that's beautiful. You know, and I gave him this yeah. picture, I did this picture of my car, it photographed it with the, with the easy rider bike and they had it in. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll send you, I'll send it to you. Yeah. yeah. But I, I made three prints. One was in, in, one was in my son's room. And then I, I, I gave one to my father and then I, I've, I gave one to Mike. I picked him up, but I told him, I said, man, you know, yeah. you go out there in America, you find anything hat related dial me up he's like okay he hasn't called me yet on anything but uh, you know I said, he'll come he goes i have a ton of hats i have a hat collection i go i bet you do you know i go yeah, yeah let me in on that you know yeah. so i'm trying to weasel in on, on mike wolf to see if he'll uh if he'll get me into the, his hat game but you know it, there, there's a lot of people that make hats I, I think you should check them all out that's what i tell yeah. people before we go if you're interested in hats go check them out man check everybody out price them look at them understand what you're buying look at the materials you know uh, and, 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 and get an idea. And then, and then you'll understand. And then come to Huck Hats. That's right. Come to me and you'll understand what, what I do. And, uh, yeah. and I'll make you a custom hat that you'll love again. You, and, and, and you'll, you'll, uh, it'll be your hat, you know? And, and, right. and that's what I want. I want, you know, I, I wear my hat all the time, all the time. And, and it, it's, it's funny. I, I, I couldn't wear this hat. I like it, but, but, you know, my you like hat, the, you like the open road. My hat is this. This is my hat, you know, and and yeah. it's on my hat. So I want to make this, I want to make hats like this for for everyone. So they got you. They got their hat, just like you make boots. You know, you're part. You sell the boots. You make the boots for the people, and you know that's why your boots are the best. And I'm not afraid to say it. I've looked at them and felt them, and and I can't wait to own a pair. I really can't because uh, I'm 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 itching. I'm itching to have a pair of them boots. I'm curious to see what boot you would pick. I like them black ones with the with the you know the alligator or the snake. You had three of them on your page, right? You had a red one, yeah. a green, one, and a black one. And there, those are those are really. The, the, oh, oh no, you know those weren't snake; those are fish. Really? Yeah, there's pararuca. I like fish too. Those are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are fish. Well, on tour, you know, that's what I wore. Uh, 
I had a constrictor pointed uh, vintage yeah. boot. I bought it. Uh, I don't know when they used to have the shop in LA that was like all the Western stuff from the movies. They would they would take it from the sets and then they this guy would buy them and they were like all the shirts and in and the valley. That's no, it was like uh, in it North was Hollywood. In, it was in Hollywood. No, it was in Hollywood. There's one in North uh, Hollywood. In Hollywood uh, uh, across from swingers there on uh, Beverly. It was just like a parking lot where a guy had tents. Mm. Oh, okay. It was, it was back in the early 2000s, but you could buy any, I mean, all the way, I still have a ton of Western shirts and boots that I bought from there. Really cool ones. And, uh, but that's what I wore on stage all the time with these snakeskin boots. They were pointy toed. Um, yeah. that much. I, I'd like to have a pair of square toes. That's what everyone wears around here. I mean, heck, I see them in short, they're, you know, they're in gym shorts and, 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 and they're yeah. gym on you know we love those guys <laughs> yeah. they're here. They're here. i know but uh but yeah listen i, I, right, I take your time you're gonna have to do a lot of editing i'm sure with me and uh you know but listen anything that i can do for you here in franklin um me casa su casa you know uh, i hope i'll be out there my I, I fly into i fly into national when I, when I have to go see my daughter so great well i tell you what please let me know and we'll go and uh, we'll do some traveling and we'll go maybe we'll go and see some things around here go and, down the road uh, and that way we can share them on future podcasts. And, you got a deal. Uh, most importantly for, for you and, and, and all the listeners and watchers out there, just be safe, love each other, take care of each other, and buy a Huck hat. There you go. Done. <laughs> Thanks, Huck. I'll talk hey, to you soon, you. bud. We'll be talking to you soon, all right? All right, boss. Thanks again, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.